This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Place to Be Nation Wrestling Network, welcome to a brand new show here on the feed. This is Who's Next? Each month, we're going to be breaking down what's happening in the NXT brand of WWE, talking about the matches, the shows, the superstars, where they're going, where they've been, what do we think of them, and so on and so forth. And I am not here alone. I am Andy Atherton, by the way. I didn't say who I am. You guys don't hear me that much on this very network, usually on the pop experience. I do pop up here from time to time, and I'm going to be here monthly with my good friend, the guy who, when I thought, I want to talk about NXT because I really enjoy it. Um, I'll talk you, I'll tell why I enjoy it so much in just a few minutes. Uh, but this guy watches it, knows more about the brand than anybody here in Place of Nation, I think. He is the mud pie, Logan Crosland. Logan, thank you for partnering up with me to uh, to talk NXT every month. Oh, yeah, anytime. Anytime I can get talk about talk about a little NXT, I'm uh, happy happy to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben Locke might maybe be our number one fan, but uh, we'll, 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 we'll conjure on without him. <laughs> yeah. You seem to be uh, in the know, so to speak. Uh, when Usually usually when there's uh, something going on, somebody from NXT shows up that people don't recognize, they usually are, are, are tagging Logan, like, Logan, who's this guy? Who's this girl? Mm-hmm. And Logan uh, breaks out the knowledge. So that's really cool. Uh, Logan, so uh, you've been a fan of NXT for a long time. What do you love about it? So, what 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 makes you what's what draws you to it to keep watching every week live if you can? Yeah, I mean, especially the current uh, incarnation of what it is. I think I think it really, um, you know, we're going to talk about black and gold. We'll talk about two We'll talk about all that. But I think at its heart, it was also always supposed to be developmental. And I feel like in a way now it is exactly that. It's like where, you know, these guys and girls can, you know, they're having matches in front of a crowd every week, but they're also learning and, you know, getting better as they can in front of a crowd. So I I think, I think it got back to the heart of what it was supposed to be, you know, in in eras of black and gold, I feel like it got to be more of a third brand, just like it was main roster. And, you know, they were bringing in all the indie guys and stuff like that. And they bring, you know, people from the main roster back down to kind of help out some of the younger guys get a little bit uh, better reps with uh, somebody that's been in there a little bit more. Um, but I, I really think at its core, it really got back to being what it was supposed to be in the first place that maybe it got away from it at times that would, that it was really supposed to be a developmental where these guys and girls could really, uh, learn and grasp the product and wh- what they need to do and not to do in and out of the ring. Um, uh, just better and all, all together and you know and they could do it together and they can learn together so i just I, I really enjoy watching them kind of learn their way to be those main roster superstars that they can be one day now is everybody is everybody a hit no but i i feel like there's a lot more hits than misses uh at this point for sure yeah yeah as for me i i agree with pretty much everything you said it is at its heart a developmental brand and i think I guess with with black and gold as as much as as I love it and um I actually uh have gone back I haven't bit, done it for probably a couple of months now but I actually went back to uh 2012 when it started I had never watched a lot of that stuff and mm-hmm. um 
for me, it's it's a real treat. It's something I have on in the background. I'm doing other things. I'm watching it, but I'm not watching it. But I'm really I'm picking up on things to see to see like the debut of like Bray Wyatt and and how where what Seth was and and what the um oh god was the tag team that that they totally screwed up on the main roster um uh, Connor and Victor um, oh the Ascension the Ascension yeah what the original Ascension was and I was like wow like I I was like so surprised so impressed and so kind of disheartened uh as i as i'm watching that but but like you said it it is a developmental brand and black and gold um you know was so good it was different uh you didn't see the same guys every week in the beginning and then like it's kind of like um playing like when you're at a bar or a club and you're hearing the music and the 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 kind of uh it ramps up the music you start a little slower and the songs start getting faster and faster blah 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 they got too fast i think and they needed they needed to come back and a lot of people um were were against them getting rid of the black and gold but it it, it was a lot um you know an adjustment to to the bright nxt 2.0 but i i agree with you it's it's really gotten back to that developmental where you see things and they try things some things work some things don't some mm-hmm. people work and people get better they work on they hone their crafts and you know if you're a, a wrestling fan like like we are you know you, you're on the social medias you know like more some of the backstage stuff and how things work and the fact that you know they have promo classes and they have this class and they work on presentations and, everything, and you can see that that's it's like you know, it's like almost like you're like a parent watching a kid like or a teacher or something like like you're in that that older person and you're watching these people just grow and get better every week, which is not something you see on Raw, SmackDown or even like in other companies. It's like they've been out there. They've they've done it and they they who they are. They do change. They evolve. People get new characters or they, you know, because you can't stay the same thing your whole career. You have to mm-hmm. go in different directions, try something different for a little while, then go back. Who knows? But that's the real joy I get out of watching um, NXT as as a as a brand as a product. So um, so the mission statement though of this pod every every month is is exactly that. Let's we're we're gonna dive into um, the matches. So we're we're hopefully what we want to do is is talk about the four shows in a month and if there is a a takeover if if that encompasses you know we don't want to you know ramble on and have a huge long pod. We want this to be a nice digestible monthly show for everybody out there and kind of go through uh you know the the results and say if we thought like, kind of give like some some match ratings if we can and then do some fun like things you'll see like on an espn show like who's who all right this month whose stock is up whose stock is down and we kind of do that kind of things who who could be you know coming up to the main roster soon that kind of like you know predictions and base but kind of based on what we're seeing and and give some armchair quarterbacking so to speak logan what what are you looking to to get out of this show as we do it monthly yeah i just really want to you know provide that kind of in-depth analysis that we can do uh for the people that may not watch that you know may may 
need a little uh, guidance into getting into it, you know, like, you know, talk about some of the guys that maybe aren't super featured that we, we enjoy, you know, somebody on the lower tier, maybe, maybe like uh, Briggs and Jensen, like as a tag mm-hmm. team, I, I really enjoy them. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll get into it, any and everybody that appears on the shows and just, you know, m- maybe exposing the people that may, may not watch weekly uh, to those kind of guys that, you know, you may not see and may not see the pictures or, you know, if you look on Twitter after the show, you might not see them, uh, but they really uh, make a, make a big difference. So uh, I, I really would just like to get more people uh, to, you know, watch the shows, enjoy them. I think, I think if you, you know, you <sighs> At core, it is developmental, so you know not everything's going to be crisp and just uh, uh, you know knock your socks off every week, or not every match is going to be like that. Some things are going to be a little, you know, a hodgepodge or you know some mm-hmm. people may mess up here and there, but you know I, I think uh, at its core, if you're just watching because you're a wrestling fan and you enjoy wrestling, I think you can honestly watch this show every week and have a fun time. So I just want to get more people uh, involved and uh, watching the show. So. That's yeah, my, yeah, that's, that's my mission. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of my similar team, but also it's it's to kind of like almost like not like like provide a service almost. Uh, there are other shows on um on 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 this feed and 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 other feeds like the No So Feed that will talk about NXT uh, at times uh, there, but they talk about lo- like everything else. There, we're in a as as you all have heard the term so many times. We're in peak TV streaming services, cable, mm-hmm. especially for wrestling fans. You know, if you just think about how much live or, or close to live wrestling there is per week you look at wwe there's you know two three hours of raw two hours of smackdown one hour of nxt so that's six hours right there don't even include the uh the premium live events uh and then you have aew which is two hours of rampage uh, no two hours of dynamite one hour of rampage plus their events plus people watch impact people watch you know other shows and it, it's a lot to take in and sometimes you know, your time, your attention is valuable. There's lots of great TV shows, lots of movies, lots of other things you want to do with your time. So if you're not going to watch NXT, maybe you'll throw us on in the car or while you're walking or something like that, and we'll break it down for you. And when you see these people show up on Raw or SmackDown or on some other thing, you're like, hey, I I know a little bit about this person because, uh, you know, Logan and Andy talked about it. And, you know, that's that's kind of what we like to do because when you – when you're in the know on something that like not other people are and you kind of help them out and you navigate them, it kind of gives you a good feeling as it's like the community part of being a wrestling fan. It's like, who is this guy? Well, you know, this is this. And they're like, Oh, cool. Okay. So my, I'm going to sit up in my chair a little bit maybe, or, or like, Oh, okay. Well let's, you know, give it a chance. But you know, we're, 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 uh, we're a little cautious about this person, so to speak. So, you know, we're not going to be blowing smoke too, you know, and we're going to talk about things we don't like. Cause there are some things like some people, like I'm not that high on, and I'm sure there are people Logan's not high on. And, you know, we're, but oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when it comes to like character and matches and things like that, I, you know, I am going to give them depending on who they are, so to speak, a little bit of, uh, you know, a curve, so to speak, when I, when I, when I give a grade or, or commentary, because they are learning, they are developing and, you break a, a few eggs right now so that they, you know, give you a nice omelet in a year or two, so to speak. All right. So uh, black and gold. I really love back black and gold. But like Logan said, it became uh, really you, you, the, the, the newbie, you know, fresh faces, athletes. 
didn't break through as much. And I think there's also a shorter leash under when Vince was running the overall product, even though it was Triple H and Sean's baby. I think, you know, Vince still had the uh, the final say and and his uh, attention span was a bit smaller. And so you didn't some some guys if they or girls, if they didn't hit, didn't hit. But then you started bringing in all those really great indie people. You know, you had Adam Cole and you had, you know, Kevin Owens and, and Samoa Joe and they were all great. Not sure why exactly they they went to NXT. Do you know why a lot of these uh, indie wrestlers went to NXT? Do you know the reason? Um, I, the the rumor and like what whatever's always been said is that like so they could learn the WWE style oh, okay. a little bit more so they could get those reps of like how the you know the WWE wants them to wrestle and just you know introduce them to a new audience and like get them in front of a crowd in in a WWE you know landscape I guess but I I, I always thought that was kind of a bullshit. And the, yeah. It was more Vince's arrogance that like, oh man, nobody watches Impact. Nobody knows who Samoa, you know, just, I, I think, I think a lot of it comes down to Vince's arrogance. And, you know, I think part of that is the problem that all that happened with black and gold eventually. But um, yeah, I think that was more what it was. It was like to learn the WWE style and, you know, get used to being what it felt like to be in front of a WWE audience, I guess. Yeah. Less pressure, less, um, you know, using the more precious airtime, so to speak, because NXT wasn't on USA then. So it was on the WWE Network, and now then it's on Peacock. And, um, yeah, they didn't sacrifice possible ratings and, and advertising dollars on people that were unproven to the WWE universe, I guess. So it's, mm-hmm. right? is, is that yeah. kind of just yeah, a yeah, something like that. And and to me, get them, like, immediately featured, you know. If they were going to be on NXT, they were a big deal coming in, you know. They made sure that the announcers and, you know, Triple H made sure they sounded like they were a big deal or always were a big deal because they usually were. Um, you know, a few of them flamed out, like Kenta never really uh, – never really uh, – and you'll hear that on PTV NXT, another show on this po- uh, podcast network. But, um, you know, he never really worked out. Um, but, uh, you know, Nakamura and Joe and all them and Rude and, you know, all the guys that came back. I, I think it was just to get them, like I said, familiar with the style and just, you know, to immediately feature them and make them a big deal. So when they did go to the main roster, whether it worked out or not, you know, there was a big you know, new big guy was coming in and you knew that it was important that they were they were coming up yeah like like drew mcintyre like it was big for him to to come back to nxt first because he you know his his tenure on the main roster originally you know he was good but he wasn't great then and the presentation of him wasn't great i mean you know, a lot of people crap on 3MB, but those those guys were are all good. Heath, good, you know, was a guy. Heath was somebody, uh, I, I think we may see him back at some point um, to take a little tangent, but I thought he was like the new, like, uh, you know, I don't know, Steve Lombardi, so to speak. He's a guy they throw out there, can, does the job, does, you know, right by the business, uh, you know. And Jinder, you can crap on Jinder all you want. He he has he was a he's a decent character, you know. They, and it's it kind of served a purpose, you know. The rumors about him getting the belt because of, you know, the big deal in India, but it it is, you know, I yeah, like I like it was less pressure, I think, for them. And I do I do agree with that because you know you would you want Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, you know, showing up on NXT and getting into the 
main event scene or, or, or near the main event scene, or you want them on Raw or SmackDown jobbing out to, you know, who knows, like uh, like Jeff Hardy or whoever just to give an example <laughs> there of somebody that had something that happened, uh, you know, not that long ago. Cool. All right. So then, you know, a year ago or so, we got a rebrand of NXT and it became NXT 2.0. Gone was the black and gold and it became very bright, very colorful. Uh, I, I did. It was a little jarring for me because I, I don't like my wrestling to be too bright. Like I like it when it's, you know, yeah, the arena will be bright during sometimes, but then you get the lights down and you only have the lights above the ring and all that stuff. It's, it's it, it makes it more intimate. That's that's what NXT was really. It felt intimate to me because it was it was at the, you know, uh, full sale or the performance center, and it became, you know, that. And then it just got so bright. And I think it, to me, it was like, oh, this is gonna expose like these people a little more than they needed to be because let's be honest, NXT point two point was a little rough. It was kind of like somebody took like a wrestling video game. And took all these people and said, okay, which character do we want? Okay, we got, all right, this person is going to be a poker player. This person's going to be, you know, a cowboy. This person's going to be, you know, that. It seemed like they were just looking for caricatures at the time. What do you, you think when they switched from black and gold to 2.0? And 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 how it start how it, like in the beginning, because to me, it, it took me a, a little bit to, to really start uh, buying in. Yeah, I, I mean, and, and the th- and the thing about black and gold is that whenever the call ups happened uh, at that point, I thought there was always a disconnect between Triple H and Vince. Like Triple yeah. H had them to a point where they were like, like top guys and they were awesome and they were in NXT. And then a call up at that point didn't even really feel like a call up. It just felt like they were switching brands, you know. Um, but yeah, the the start of 2.0 was uh, was quite jarring for sure. Um, just all the colors and how bright it was, because it was always you know dark and kind of I don't I don't mean this in a bad way, but kind of dingy, you know, mm-hmm. with, the, with the lights real low and you know it it just seemed real dark, like you were saying, and it, then it became very bright, very color splattery with all the different colors and stuff like that. So, and you, you know, I you could tell I feel like you could tell that Vince and uh, you know Bruce Pritchard and his you know goons or whatever you want to call them uh started to take over and like it became a lot more character based and they were just going to throw these characters out there and if if they worked they worked if they didn't they didn't i think it became a very you know vince type product and type of way that he could figure out what worked and maybe what didn't um and you know character wise and you know if they were good in the ring they were good in the ring if not you know at least they had that good character that if at least if vince thought so they had that good Mm -hmm. character that could push them forward and maybe turn into something on the main roster eventually. Now, n- not many of them worked to start off with, but I think there were a few that kind of uh, popped, you know, mm-hmm. it popped up and showed up and showed out a little bit at, at, at the start. So, um, but yeah, I, I definitely think you could tell who that the reins got switched from triple H to Vince at that little time period. And it was, it was jarring for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, like, like, like in AEW, they, they have the, they kind of have some, a gimmick going with, you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society being sports entertainers and other being wrestlers. And that's what I feel like happened with NXT. It went from being more of a wrestling brand to a more of a sports entertainment brand, I, I think, in, in, in a nutshell. And But they did try things. That was the thing in, in 2.0. They did try a lot, which we I gave them credit for. But, you know, it, it, it took a while because it was kind of like the, there was a lot of turnover. 
in the roster. These are like a lot of these were like new people, like I had never seen before, never heard of before. And you know, not many indie. These were a lot of people that were not known that well. These are these were a lot of uh, performance center people that have been there for a while, and also people that had um, you know done tryouts uh, recently. So. I think um, a lot of you know, 205 it, livers too. Like the, a lot, yeah. of these, a lot of the guys were on a lot of 205 live when it wasn't necessarily to a you know it wasn't the cruiserweight show anymore. It just became like the pre NXT. Like you went there before you showed up on NXT TV. So a lot of these guys uh, were on there a lot before they actually came on Black and Gold they, NXT, and then they definitely started showing up a lot more when that became uh, 2.0. Yeah, yeah, and also some NXT UK. Uh, people were were brought over and because I I liked you NXT UK I always forgot it was on like like because <laughs> I think it was like our like our time like like ten or twelve it was on like Thursdays like during the day and and God bless him Trent Williams watched it every week and when he used to do this week in WWE for the for the website he included NXT UK that was one thing that was like the first thing he asked when he took it over from uh, John Crow it was like can I include NXT UK I was like of course you can I want, I, I would love that because <laughs> this is some good wrestling that we're not watching it is you know before NXT went on uh on on USA it was like it wasn't you know you had to remember cuz it was like it's streaming it's this it's it's not like oh it's going to be on my TV I could just put it on the channel I could set my DVR and and that thing, it's like you got to remember that it's on there, that that that's what you're going to watch. And, you, you know, if you really want to, you do. And then there's a, sometimes, you know, shit happens in your life. And, and you're like, oh, man, I missed NXT this week. But I'll, I'll go online and read it. But I'm, I'm glad that they're getting the big exposure. Now, what did you think of the uh, – some people said it was the Wednesday Night War. What, what was, were, you, were you hopeful that NXT was going to – was it going to hold their own against AEW? What, what were your thoughts uh, when they when they did that before the uh, move to Tuesdays happened? I, I always thought it was kind of a mistake to go head-to-head. I mean, AEW was the hot new company at the time, and I always thought that there was pretty much... I mean, I, I thought NXT was pretty, still hot at that point. I thought they had still had, you know, Cold, Unstreeted Air, all those guys. Um, so, I mean, I thought the product was just as good. But, you know, I, I think with the, you know... Dynamite being the hot new thing and all all the guys that everybody loved was uh, over there that were not getting pushed in WWE. So maybe AEW could do something with them. Uh, so I, th- I thought with a- with Dynamite starting, I thought it was always kind of a bad idea to go head to head. And it proved it to be that way because, you know, NXT lost pretty much every week except, you know, three or four uh, along the way. So um, I, I never really liked the idea of going head to head. I thought it was would have been smarter to kind of just stagger it like they have now. And uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I would have liked to have seen NXT win. But, you know, I, I definitely never thought that that was probably a possibility in the long run. Yeah, yeah. I was I was glad for the move because, you know, you don't want to get spoiled when you're watching live wrestling. And I remember the Monday Night Wars and it was like flipping channels going back and forth, back and forth. Or, you know, the one good thing I did like was that uh, they did run Nitro after the immediate re-air. Like, so it was I always I usually chose to watch Raw because or like back then, you know, you had a VCR. You know, you know what those are, right? Logan? What's that? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know, because Logan was, <laughs> was barely alive during the Monday Night Wars. And. That's what it was like. I I think I would always I would because if, if I wasn't going to be home, I would always 
set my VCR to record raw and then record the re-air of, of Nitro. So in this day and age, when, when there's social media and everything, like, I, I, like, I am so glad there wasn't social media during oh, the Monday yeah. Night Wars. I mean, the only time we got spoiled was when they were doing the thing where they would tape raw, you know, and have it, it was, it was airing live every other week. And you had Tony Schiavone, you know, spoiling Mick Foley's uh, uh, win on Nitro. But other than that, we didn't get a lot of, of spoilers didn't get out, which was glad. Uh, you know, you did have the newsletters that did when, when something was taped. But, yeah, I, I didn't I just didn't like them going head to head, you know, because it, it also created like kind of a, like a division in wrestling fans. Because there were some people, you know, that were so done and so tired of WWE that they AEW was the shiny new toy, and I, you know, I like AEW. I'm I'm going to Dynamite, you know, in in two weeks. So I've been to Dynamite once. It's it, well, it's live wrestling. So I I haven't been to a, a live WWE uh uh like premium event for a bit, and it's just if you're a wrestling fan, you love going to see it. And I, I just don't want I don't make me make a choice. Like if I have to watch one or the other, there's there's enough room in the pool for everybody, so to speak. Yeah, I and mean, if you love wrestling, you have it pretty much every day of the week. Because even if yeah. you want to say Thursday doesn't have anything, if you want to watch if you want to watch wrestling, Impact actually does come up on Thursday. You may not get the channel, but I'm pretty sure it, they they upload the episode like right after it's over, so you can watch it that night. So I mean, every day of the week, I like having wrestling every day of the week. You know, I may not necessarily watch it live every week. I, I won't lie and say that I do, but I'm gonna catch it at some point. You know, if I you know if my daughter goes to sleep one night mm -hmm. a little earlier than maybe usual, I'll throw it on while you know my wife's doing some work or something like that, and I'm I'm just trying to wind down, and you know I want to throw something on and have it on in the background my i look at my phone or if a match seems to excite me or something like that i may look up and watch the whole thing you know so yeah. um I, I like having that so i i you know yeah definitely having to choose and i i don't like one more than the other i, I mean people probably will say that i do but <laughs> um uh yeah i, I mean I, I like watching it all so uh, and yeah i like, I like if it's if it's good wrestling it's good right i want to watch it yeah exactly exactly 100 <laughs> percent yeah, I mean, I I DVR all the shows. Uh -huh, me too. <laughs> and but I but I haven't like I haven't set like it only saves the the last one. So, you know, because by that time, you know, you know what happened, everything like that. So I do that because if I don't if I don't watch it live and somebody says, hey, there's you know there was a great match on on Raw and I was out or or like something great was on SmackDown. I was at the movies or something. I could go when I get home. I could just easily just boom watch it like not have to worry about it uploaded or or find it like you know clipped or anything i watch it as it was presented mm -hmm. so that that's why i do it i don't watch it like lie and i fast forward like too i'm not going to sit there and go through my dvr and like watch it watch it watch it no i'm gonna try to see the you know the beginning maybe a highlight and then and then i want to see the finish um all right cool so so now what we're going to do is and we're, we're probably going to do this periodically is is go through the roster and kind of just give some brief thoughts on on what we think of them, what we think their their uh, immediate future could be, and uh, what you know what what's in store for them. All right, so so Logan, I'm going to throw it to you first. So let's start at the top. NXT champion Braun Breaker. What are your thoughts on Braun Breaker and what his future, so to speak? I mean, we're here. It's uh, you know October 31st when we're recording this. What do you see him through the end of the year, kind of? 
Um, I obviously think he's still going to be champion. I think he'll reign uh, through the end of the year. I, I, he seems like a guy who's primed to maybe have a rumble spot, uh, maybe maybe make a deep run in the rumble mm-hmm. uh, as we get into next year. Um, but you know, I think he'll he'll be NXT champion through. Uh, or the early part of the year, maybe, maybe around Mania time, if they've built somebody up, uh, maybe somebody we'll talk about uh, in, uh, in a little bit, uh, maybe comes up and challenges him. Um, but I think he's great. I think he's a superstar. Um, if you watch him in the ring, he just seems so crisp. He's just like his dad. Uh, he, he just chucks people around, throws them around. Uh, the spear that he delivers is always brutal. Um, you know, the stalling uh, gorilla press into the power slam is always awesome to see. Um, but uh, he's he's such a force. Uh, I feel like he just delivers everything that he does with uh, real intensity and real force. Uh, so he's a ton of fun to watch. Um, you know, he probably could improve in the miking or the mic area a little bit but his dad was never really good at that either but i think he's i think he's intimidating enough and kind of you know i think he's over enough and uh force enough to where you know eventually he could be a world champion but uh i think he definitely needs a little bit more marinating as well uh but i think he'll be perfectly fine because i think he's a guy that a lot of people enjoy watching yeah i i agree with pretty much everything you said he he's got the in-ring he, yeah, he's crisp. He's fluid. I think he's a little bit better than his dad, technically, at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's also got his uncle. Say what you will. His uncle had a long career. Had, you know, had had some great moments. Um, he does. He does need to kind of be his character work needs a little bit. Like the character he is is now is fine, and it's fine for the stage he's on. But when he's on a bigger stage, he's going to need to have a little more rounded kind of like roman roman was kind of you know until he found like his real footing and it took roman a while that's why i kind of see some similarities like this is a guy that he's he's a wrecker in the ring he's he's got the pops and he just needs he's gonna at some point he's gonna need something else to add to his to his uh, overall presentation as far as him being champion i i can see that the only thing i could see him losing is look uh they, they, I think they booked themselves into a corner with Austin Theory having the briefcase, because uh, you, you know this is a kid that you want to prep for the future. You don't want him to, you know, uh, you know, have like a Damian Sandow situation. I, I could see him cashing in and becoming the uh, the main heel, and that could, uh, you know, get Braun to the ro- main roster. Like he he beats Braun for the belt, that Braun for the belt. Then they they feud a little bit. And then he wins the feud. Braun has his little swan song, and and he's he's raw or SmackDown bound. So, but I can definitely see him holding it holding it till till Mania season. Definitely see him showing up in the Rumble, especially with the rumors that I read today that they're talking about expanding both Rumbles to forty. Which I gotta be honest, I was oh, actually wow. a fan of. I I, I like the Rumbles. I, I like to. To give more people. I, I want to see more surprises, more things like that. It's my favorite event of the whole year. So you give me more surprises, more pops. I'm I'm happy with that. It, with it being 40, you know, give it a year, two years. Let's see if it if it works. If it just seems to be too long, too drawn out, too many, you know, it, it's it's like with the women's. It's like okay, Kelly Kelly, we love you, but do we need to see you every year in the Rumble? No, <laughs> you know. So that that's kind of I agree with you with Braun. So going over to the women's NXT champion Mandy Rose, who I thought was going to lose it by now, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she 
but she's uh, a really the the you know the poster child for somebody who got brought up too soon and didn't have enough in ring and didn't you know have the character thing to go to NXT and really work on it, surround herself with some talented uh, you know cohorts in, in Toxic Attraction and and elevate them as well and become this total package. Her in ring improved, her character work approved improved she's i think she's she's going to be 180 from when she left she was like another you know pretty blonde athletic but really didn't really you couldn't see her like winning a big match against like a horsewoman or or somebody else of that ilk you know she was there to to you know have feuds but she was gonna lose more than she was gonna win and going back down there, she was a name. She was established, and she really brought some, some uh, you know, weight to to the to the women's division down there. Uh, what do you think? What do you think of Mandy Rose and her run that she's had now? No, I think it's been great. I think, like you said, she's she's the poster child for you know going back down and uh, maybe maybe honing a few little things that you may have struggled with in the main roster. And yeah, putting her with the group is great. She's a great you know bitchy leader uh, I'm sorry if that's the wrong words to use or whatever but like, like the mean like like mean girls so yeah, 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 yeah she's the perfect leader in like the mean girl stable and I you know I, I really like toxic attraction I like their presentation I like how they've you know been the whole time that they've been there um you know they always somehow sneak uh, Mandy Rose out with the title you know like you said I think I would have expected her to lose it a couple of times by now I feel like every time that there's a uh NXT TakeOver Premium Live Event, whatever you want to call it. Yes. I feel like every time I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the time she's going to lose. Because I was like, at, at Halloween Havoc, I was like, oh, Alba Fire is going to be the one to beat her. Because that's somebody she hasn't really beat or faced yet one-on-one. She's faced her in Fatal 4-Ways and Triple Threats and stuff like that. But th- that's not somebody she's faced one-on-one or whatever. So, And I think the one before that, I said the same thing. But she keeps uh, she keeps using the girls to her advantage and uh, delivering that big knee and uh, escaping with the victories. But I, I really like what she's done i think they're prime and ready uh to all three grow go up uh to the main roster at the same time whenever she does lose the belt i you know i kind of feel like it has to be to roxanne at this point i feel like that's the only face that's like really over and they've been building a lot so i feel like maybe that's the person that they traded off with and then they all go to the main roster and prosper i think i think they'll have success because i think they can just do the same thing that they've been doing on nxt with them and uh, i think it'll get over so uh, i've really enjoyed what she's done uh, i I agree with that Mm -hmm. all right so we got wesley the relatively new nxt north american champion uh logan were you surprised when he won the belt in at the uh at havoc was it Havoc that he won? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he won yeah. yeah, he won at Havoc. That's right. Um, I was a little surprised, yeah, but, like, I also looked at the people in the match, and I was like, if Wesley doesn't win, it has to be Carmelo Hayes again, and I really didn't think that they were going to retread that again. So um, I definitely think and hope that this is one of those situations where the belt kind of ele- elevates the guy, mm-hmm. um, and maybe eventually he can elevate the belt as well. Because I, th- well, I think the belt is perfectly fine. I think Carmelo Hayes did a great job at elevating the North American Championship and making it feel important. Uh, you know, he always said it was the A Championship, so I think this is a time when the ele- the belt can kind of elevate the guy. I, I don't not like him. I think he's great in ring. You know, he has the high-flying style, can do all the crazy things. Um, but I feel like he was really lost when uh, 
Zachary Wentz, I uh, forget his, uh, Nash Carter, sorry, um, got uh, released and he was just kind of lost. And, you know, they played that into his character and, you know, he was kind of, you know, sad and a, a little bit lost without his tag team partner. And I had to kind of figure things out. I don't know that they fleshed him out as a character enough to kind of put him in this position yet. But like, like I said, again, I'm hoping the belt can kind of prop him up and make him. Uh, seem a little bit, or they'll present him a little bit better as, as champion. So uh, I'm excited to see where it goes, but I'm kind of skeptical. I, I'll say, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of like the point. Like this was a classic uh, taking chicken shit and making chicken salad, so to speak, because the whole thing with Nash Carter happened. Because I was, I love, I like the radicals or whatever they were called. Uh, they were, uh, M- MSK. <laughs> MSK, like yeah, they were the radicals before they came. Mm. Um, oh, the rascals. So many, so many. Zzz. Uh, but I, I do like the guy. And yeah, his, he's still finding his character, I think. And, and, and the entering is there, but that's really what has to, has to come around and, and he can hold a belt and say he's a champion and elevate himself. And, and, you know, I think there's going to be a, you know, a little change with that. I thought they were going to go in one direction with Sangha, but I don't think they are now because of, uh, you know, the return of Veer, but um, he, yeah, he's somebody who's entering his air and he just, he needs time because he, he's not main roster bound anytime soon i don't i don't think he he's a guy who could show up in the rumble maybe do some fun spots but he you know he needs a, a, to be in the ring like every week just working with people and and getting himself over because he had been a tag team wrestler for so long this is his first uh singles run that i know of. i mean i saw a, a little bit of them in impact when i would ever catch it but i i, I like the guy i think he's good Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, so, so the NXT tag champions, we are pretty deadly. I I love these guys. I mm-hmm. their in ring is okay to me. Like I really like their finisher, spilled milk. I I, I it's I love one of those. <laughs> I, I love the name, but I I it's one of those like ugh, is that really a really a, a finisher though? Like when you think of like tag team finishers, the Doomsday Device, uh, Demolition Discussion, the the Steiners uh, Heart Attack, like. This, this uh, spilled milk is just not anywhere <laughs> anywhere near there. I like their character. I like their presentation. I like that they immediately, you know, they had been the NXT UK champions not that long ago, and they they strapped the uh, the belts to them here, and that elevated them right away. That that made them serious because they were not familiar. Like I didn't know really that much about them because like it's like I hadn't watched NXT UK for a while. And I, I, I think I, I, they weren't even on the show last time I had watched it. So I'm glad they did that. And but they're again another team that it's, it's going to be a little while. Let's not. Hopefully they're not the modern day Beverly's when they come up, and they're more, you know, early rockers so to speak. But just like a different kind of rocker. So, uh, you know, what do you think of Pretty Deadly? Yeah, the the finisher. They they could use a little spicing up of the finisher. It it, it I, like I said, I love the name just because it's. It's yeah. hilarious that they made it that, but um, yeah, it does look pretty weak most of the time, and and especially if they hit it on like a bigger guy. If they hit it on a smaller guy, maybe they could hit it with a little more torque or something like that. But yeah, most of the time it looks pretty, it looks pretty weak. But yeah, I think like you said, the presentation's fine, or the presentation's good. The characters are great. Um, I you know they they could be kind of bland and ring to some people. I, I totally get people's uh, perspective when they say that. Uh, I think they're perfectly fine in ring. Uh, but yeah, I, like you said, I think this is a team that needs to 
uh, they don't need to be champions for forever, but they need to kind of stay on here and work with some more different teams and, uh, you know, see, uh, you know, get more comfortable with some different styles that they can wrestle against different guys. So um, I, I do really like them. I think they do have a future, but um, to be that next top tier tag team or even, you know, you know, to even go to the main roster and, you know, qualify for the belts or, you know, even fight for them eventually. They definitely need a lot more seasoning for sure. Yeah, I, I don't think they can hold around with the Usos or, or the or the Street Profits or, or the New Day or any most of the tag teams. I, I think they're good, but I, I think they, 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 they need something. Um, all right, so over to the women's NXT uh, women's tag champions, Katana Chance, Caden Carter. Uh, these were couple of journeymen so to speak they had been in nxt for a while put them together started to you know they were one of those kind of let's let's take these two people sometimes you get lightning in a bottle like and you end up with the new age outlaws other times you just end up with crap um uh but uh, you know they're kind of dancing hip-hop they've shown little heelish tendencies here and there um what are your thoughts uh, on katana chance and kaden carter yeah, I can't really figure them out from a character perspective because I feel like it just happens to fit whoever they're facing at the time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess that they can be like that. They can, you know, act kind of, you know, asshole-ish to their, their uh, face competitors that they're going up against. But they can also be uh, real resilient baby faces in the ring when they're facing heels. But um, I think they're good in ring. I think they're uh, perfectly fine. I think Katana's a little bit more crisp and... Uh, more polished than maybe Caden is, uh, but I, I I enjoy them in ring, but uh, I I just have a whole problem with the NXT ta- women's tag team titles as a whole. Um, I, I I just think that if they were going to do women's tag team titles, they didn't need to do them here and really when they're developing people you know put them together as teams and make them teams from the start instead of just you know eventually throwing people together because they're still doing that and, and i mean they do it on the main roster as well like i feel like there only needs to be one women's tag team title um and you know if it's a main roster team that needs a little bit more seasoning they could come back and uh you know fight for these nxt women's tag team titles but uh I, I just feel like there's not enough to support both belts. So I feel like there always should have just been one, but I think they're solid champions, but I, I just think the division is just, there's not enough people for them to really go against. And they just have to kind of throw, you know, like uh, Zoe Stark and uh, Nikita Lyons are uh, fighting them right now. And they've, you know, they've had a ma- they had a match last week, mm-hmm. um, but you know, they really could, they, they really just throw a lot of teams together to kind of face up against them when it's not toxic attraction, but you know, um, but yeah, I enjoy them enough, but I, I just, the NXT women's divisions and kind of, or the tag team division is kind of in shambles. So uh, I don't really know where they're headed or who they're going to face up against. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, the whole defending it on all three brands was good in theory, but I think they realized that, the the women at NXT 2.0 weren't really uh, up there with, with with the exception of a few up there with the the women on Raw and SmackDown. I think I think that was kind of like oh you know who's down there really that is uh, legit that could t- you know challenge for the titles that a main roster women's tag you know group pair have. Mm. So I I, I like them. Do I think they would do well on the main roster? Uh, I, I really, I, I, I don't know. There, there are a couple of other kind of smaller in stature, you know, can they hold their own? 
in, in there against the the bigger women in the presentation. I mean, I know size doesn't matter when there's the talent, but I I just feel like there are a couple. They need they need more. You know, I, I I'm one of those people that think like tag teams should have names, matching title, matching tights, and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. like you have toxic attraction. That's a big difference between being just known as Gigi and JC. They are Gigi mm-hmm. and JC, but they're toxic attraction. You know the the iconics. You know, because those those are those are two women that were in NXT for a while that were finding their way, and they finally found their way together. And they, you know, exactly. the team of Peyton Royce and Billy Kay was not as good as the Iconics because they had an identity, and I think they really need an identity uh, that's more than, like you said, it, it's they they serve they're they're almost tweeners, like they they serve their you know whoever they're they're facing, so. All right, so we're quickly going to go through the rest of uh, the roster, kind of give like a, a sentence or two. Uh, Alba Fire, like I thought she was going to win it, you know, for the former uh, uh, Kaylee Ray as she was an NXT UK champion. I, I thought she was she was going to uh, to do it, but she uh, before she didn't have a character. I kind of like this uh, this uh, tartan Scottish, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, going with that uh, kind of Highlander, so to speak, uh, vibe. I, I do think she'll have the bell at some point. Uh, and then maybe six months to a year, we could see her up on the main roster. What do you think on Alba Fire? Yeah, I mean, honestly, she's been around long enough. She's been in NXT UK, and she's even been around uh, NXT, even black and gold uh, mm-hmm. before. Um, I, I think she's want something, somebody that if they needed, you know, bodies on the main roster, and I, I don't want her to just, you know, be another person that's on the main roster. I want her to be treated correctly because uh, I think she is super talented. Uh, so maybe staying down is is the right thing for her in, in the long run. But I, I I could definitely see her going up to the main roster if they if they wanted her to be. Um, but yeah, if she hangs around, maybe she eventually gets the belt at some point. I, I, I honestly kind of would have liked her to win at Halloween Havoc, but, um, I understand that they wanted to get, uh, Mandy Rose to that, uh, whole year as champion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do like the new character. Um, the name is, well, you know, whatever, uh, you know, if, if, if she has to be something different, I, I, I like what they went with. Um, I like the little character that they've given her with the, uh, <laughs> bat on fire and just, you know, she's a silent killer and she's, uh, always stalking people around the back and, you know, beating their asses with the bats so um i do i i have enjoyed uh, her since she did the, the name change and a, a little bit of a character change but um she's one of those that like i said i could see her on the main roster soon but i also could see her kind of staying down and helping the you know newer girls out finding their yeah. way in the ring so because she's yeah, maybe, a veteran maybe like a champa so a role like yeah. he had like his last year so like solid you know veteran and can help uh you know get the others over um, yeah, I think so. Uh, Amari Miller, I don't know much about. I think I've only seen her like a, a couple of times. I think there's still a lot of work there. Like she still has to come along. Do you have any, any quick thoughts on Amari? Yeah, I mean, she's she's kind of a level up veteran, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that That's the best way to describe her. I mean, she, she she's good in ring, but she's one of those that's like the veteran of the real low low tier <laughs> people that are getting getting started i guess is the best way to describe her it's probably an insult but you know I, you know what i'm trying to say mm-hmm, um yeah. you know nxc level up is for those people that are really starting to get their feet and you know get their feet wet in the ring and you know getting in front of a crowd um but you know she's she's a good she's a good solid hand in that area uh and she's helped out a lot of these girls get 
TV ready and all that. So I think she's all right, but I think she is far way away from even thinking about being on any other kind of TV. Uh, she may do a job spot every now and then on uh, NXT uh, regular, but uh, yeah, she's she's just that solid hand and that uh, level up class, I guess I should say. Okay. All right, so let's uh, Andre Chase, and we'll just we're gonna lump in the rest of Chase. You, that's uh, Thea, Thea Hall and uh, Bodie Hayward, I believe his name is, because uh, he's all they're the only two real uh, names that we know. I, I mean, I like it. I like I like the gimmick. Uh, the guy's got a got a, a catchphrase, teachable moment. I do like that. His in ring, uh, not so high on. You know, Bodie uh, Thea is so is young and green, but she's talented. She's got. The athleticism, I don't see this being a main roster gimmick. Mm. I mean, look, you know, teacher gimmicks don't get over, it, no matter how big the person may have been. Like, we had Dean Douglas. We had Matt Stryker. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's – I equate this to, like, Adam Rose. Adam Rose yeah. gimmick worked in NXT. I mean, going back to my, my rewatch I'm doing right now, I'm like, I love Leo Kruger too. Uh, I love that. But Adam Rose was fun. It was, but it was just, it was fun in a smaller arena. When you get to the big roster and you have to have all, a lot more people buying in on this, it's, it's, I, I, I really, I, I don't really see this getting over on the main roster. I think this is an NXT gimmick. I think the guy is, is okay in ring, uh, but it's, it's something fun. It's 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 not a bad thing. I, I you know maybe they could use Chase U to to bring you know some other people along. We'll see. I I, I do like that they have a little Chase U section. It's yeah. something. It, this is something that's NXTs. I I don't think it it belongs anywhere else. In my opinion, uh, what do you think of Andre Chase and the rest of uh, Chase U? Yeah, I definitely agree with you that this is something that's probably. It's great in NXT. I really enjoy the whole section. I love the little classroom bits that they do. I think uh, I think comedically, Andre Chase is pretty talented. I think he's getting better in the ring. I, I still, I'm like you. I think he still could use a little bit of work, but I think he's getting better. He had a match with uh, William Regal's kid. We'll probably talk about him at some point, but he had a match with him a month or so ago, and I thought it was really good. Uh, that might be more on Dempsey, but I, I thought Chase brought his end of it as well. Um, yeah, th- this is a gimmick that I just could never see working on the main roster. I mean, they could be lower tier, you know, kind of tag tag team, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit him and Bodie. Um, but I, I think they could be it on. I mean, I think they could rise a little higher in this NXT, you know, maybe when some of the other tag teams kind of file out, like maybe the Creed brothers go up or something like that. They could they could be tag title contenders. Chase and uh, Hayward could be. Um, but yeah, this is something that I don't ever really see working on the main roster. I mean, it could be on the main roster, but I don't think it's ever going to get, it's never going to elevate past a certain point, uh, up there for sure. But I think it's super over down in NXT and I could see Bodie and Andre being tag champs at some point, maybe in the future, but a little bit further down the road. Yeah, I can see it. All right. So uh, a guy who was brought up to the main roster, I think prematurely initially and is back now, uh, had, didn't have a character for a while on main roster. Then they they kind of did the the uh, African royalty prince thing, and now he's back. And I don't really understand what his character is now, but he's a solid worker. Uh, I I want to see what what maybe he does, like what his reclamation project is. But I'm talking about Apollo Cruz. Uh, what 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 do you think on on the Apollo Cruz move to NXT? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the whole Nigerian Prince thing. I, I mm-hmm. like that he kind of got over and got the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania uh, a couple years ago. Um, I, I like that whole character. Uh, yeah, I honestly, obviously knew that it, it had, didn't have legs to go very far, I guess, you know, once he lost the title. Uh, if he didn't win it, you know, you know, if he didn't continue to win championships in the mid card like that, it was probably just going to get muddled down and, you know, get, get a little bit forgotten about. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of like you. I'm kind of waiting to see what, you know, maybe this character is, you know, he obviously sees like he sees the future somehow mm-hmm. like some people like he's seen like other people get attacked or he'll like see that somebody's on the ground after they got attacked. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, like a week later that happens in the vision that he saw. So I'd, I'd like to get, see that get a little bit more fleshed out, but like you said, he's a, he's a solid hand in the ring. Um, I don't know that he's ever probably going to be more than that. I don't think this is a guy that's going to, you know, fight the world, for the world title up on the main roster or anything, you know, I think he could be a contender for breaker and have maybe a good match on a takeover special or something like that. But, um, you like, I I think he's just a solid guy, solid mid Carter. I hate to call him a mid Carter for life, but I just think (laughs) that's probably his height and what he can reach at this point. It's just, you know, some people, that's, that's what some people's thing is. So, you know, (laughs) yeah, yeah. not not everybody is a world champion, Mm. but you could have a solid career and be a great worker and still be over. Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, you, you throw an Intercontinental run or a U.S. title run or an NXT uh, North American run on you, and it kind of uh, validates you for a little period of time. Then you go back to, you know, being that guy that, you know, puts other people over, gets you wins. But, you know, you, you do, you know, you're there to put on good matches. And exactly. that's kind of where he is. Uh, but I'm curious to see where his character goes. All right. So we got Axiom who uh, I, I don't know much about. I, I forgot what his name was before. Um, uh, A-Kid. A- A-Kid, <laughs> yeah. Like, so he, and he came from, uh, was he there already, or, or is he somebody that they recently signed? I can't. No, he was uh, NXT UK. He was okay. one of their guys, yeah. I mean, he's fine. Uh, you know, cruiserweight, um, mask guy's got a little mysterious, mysteriousness to him. Not mysterious, but mysteriousness uh, to him. And I, yeah, I mean, Really, not much more to say on my end. Anything on your end? Yeah, I, I'm not sure I like the like mathematician superhero yeah. character very much, but he's solid enough in ring. Like you said, he can do the high flying stuff. He's uh, pretty he's pretty good with submissions as well. Uh, he you know he he was the first. Uh, the NXT UK had the Heritage Cup Championship. He was the okay. first, or he was one of the, I don't know if he was the first, but he was one of the first NXT Heritage Cup champions. So he was really good at that, like British rounds uh, style. But um, I did, I did enjoy his matches with Nathan Frazier. The mm-hmm. little, Those were uh, fun. Be- best of three series that they had. Um, I'm glad that Frazier ended up winning. Cause I think he's a little bit more fleshed out. I like him a little bit better. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know that this character is going to go very far. I think it might, you know, fizzle out and he may become a kid again, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always worth trying something, something different. Uh, I'm, I'm going over the roster, of course, on the, on the website. So uh, Boa, we, he, we saw him for a while in that, uh, that, that gimmick with uh, the, you know, the, the mystical uh, Chinese stuff going on. And we haven't really seen him since. So I don't think there's much to say about him. Uh, we got so we got Brooks Jensen and um, uh, trying to find his name. I, I know Josh Briggs and yeah, Josh we're, we're, we're going to throw Fallon Henley in there. Uh, I, I like these guys. I, I'm higher up on on Briggs. I think he's better. I think Jensen, 
he needs there's something about him that I think I I just I it's I can't just take him serious. <laughs> yeah, I I can't take him seriously. Like I just think like he he he's one of those people that stares at like I think like he stares at the camera too much. Like I think he's like oh got like he's supposed to be all pissed off and he's smiling. Mm. Like and nobody's even saying Usi around him. Uh, <laughs> you know I think I think he's okay in the ring. Those cutoff jean shorts were terrible. Oh yeah, those were for a while. Um, but I do I do like Briggs. I think these are these are guys that you know give him a little more time. They're they're you know they're kind of a like a uh, maybe like a Southern Justice uh, smoking guns mm. kind of thing where well they're 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 solid faces and they could be they could probably be heels at some point. Um, I like Fallon Henley. I think she's green, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do like her. I think she's got potential. I I think she's she's a, a bit away from being on there. I mean, if she comes up, she's got to be like like somewhat of a valley, like a Zelina Vega kind of thing where where she's not in the ring as much. Well, I do like Zelina Vega in the ring. Don't get me wrong, but her but for, for Fallon Henley, you know, I think she'll have matches here and there. But I think her main job is to be that you know, that valet, that manager spot for a tag team. I think that really would protect her and give her a chance to continue to grow and get better. Uh, what are your thoughts on this, uh, this tag team and, and the whole trio actually? Yeah, I, this is a, this is a group that actually kind of grew on me as, as, as 2.0 kind of went on. I, I, I really thought, like you said, like Jensen was such a goober and such an idiot and they always made him look like such a fool. And I think he's real green in front of like camera, like you were kind of saying, um, but I, I feel like they they went to NXT UK and won the won the NXT UK tag titles. Uh, but I feel like when they went over there and had a couple of matches over there, I really really feel like they got their uh, feet under them. I do agree with you that I think Briggs is a little bit further along. I think he was a little bit more polished on the Indies too. I think he wrestled a little bit before this, and I think this is really really Jensen's kind of first exposure. I mean, he's his dad was a wrestler, obviously Bull Buchanan and everything, but um, uh. Yeah, I, I think this tag team has feet. I think they could be tag champions eventually. Um, I do think, you know, I like you said, I think Jensen needs a little bit more. Uh, he, he needs to get a little more polished in some areas. But I think Briggs could be a, a star on his own uh, if he ever broke away, um, for sure. And then I think Henley, like you said, I think she's pretty green. But I think she could. I think she has enough charisma, and I think she is. Uh, good in the character that she has right now enough to you know maybe elevate herself eventually but she mm-hmm. definitely needs some uh de- right now she definitely needs to stick to uh being the manager and have a match every now and then maybe be involved in a six man every now and then with the two of them and whoever else happens to have a female manager as well so yeah i like them but they they could probably polish them have a little bit more polishing as well mm-hmm. for sure all right uh we'll talk about another tag team you mentioned the creed brothers brutus and julius uh, these guys have grown on me more. Like it wasn't like didn't like them. It was kind of like, oh boy, you know they didn't really have much personality. They 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 needed something, and I think they've been brought along, and I think they're showing some 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 more potential with some more of their character work. They weren't just these two amateur guys that were in there with Roddy and whoever else. They were, you know, they're they're starting to show something. I think they will be pretty damn good on the main roster um you know a solid like like i would love to see kurt come back you know to mm-hmm. kind of give these guys a little bit more of a rub but i i see them they, they need a little bit more seasoning uh down there give them like a law like a nice solid run with the belts uh i love 
uh, Brutus's uh, cannonball is getting over on me. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think I think these guys are solid. The, the in ring is there. It's like a lot of like a lot of them. It's it's they need that that next thing because there are so many great wrestlers out there. It's that what can you put together to to make me care about you? And I'm starting to care about the Creed brothers more than I did, you know, a few months ago. So I think you're you're a little higher, more higher on them than I am, right? Oh no, yeah, I think they're yeah. great. I, I think they, you know, if if they were called on to be on the main roster today, I think they could succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably go through some growing pains. Obviously, everybody does uh, a little bit, but I, I think they're really great. I think they could have great messages with the Street Profits, the New Day, the Brawling Brutes, whoever you throw them in there with. I think they. I just feel like this this is one of those teams that's like elevated to the point where like. I really couldn't see pretty deadly beating them unless they cheated somehow. Yeah. Like I, I don't think, I don't think any team in NXT at this point can beat them straight up. Cause they're, they're just, I feel like they're so far and above everybody else that like, they're just, you know, I don't want to say they're wasting their time, but they're like, I feel like they're just muddling and kind of just drifting there. I feel, and I feel like toxic attraction is doing that a little bit. I mean, Mandy's yeah. still the champion, but uh, Gigi and JC are just kind of, you know, floating they're, around they're in a holding being, pattern yeah they're just kind of in a holding pattern um until they get that call or whatever but um yeah if they could get another tag title run and they could they could hold it for a little bit longer this time uh that could be cool as well but um like i said i think they're just i, I think they're so talented and kind of high above everybody else at this point that i i just i feel like they could use a call up to the main roster and maybe uh get a little bit uh more experience up there yeah talk about a guy who's main roster ready i think cameron grimes uh, you know, he, he was an impact for a while. Right. Uh, I remember seeing him. I, I don't know. Like just, just so everybody knows if you're not that familiar with me, I have a shitty memory. Just, mm. I'm just putting it out there. Um, so I remember him. I remember seeing him in impact. Uh, I, I didn't, I, I, his, his character, his like, you know, that, uh, Bayou-esque, uh, kind of, kind of guy, you know, kind of took a little while to, to, to grow on me. I think, I think again, another solid entering guy. I don't think there's much more he, he can do down there. I mean, I, I liked his little thing with, with DiBiase, uh, for a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know where they're going with his current thing with, uh, the schism, uh, or whatever it's called. And then, uh, but yeah, I think, I think he's somebody that we'll probably see by WrestleMania season. I think he'll be on the main roster. What do you, what do you think about Cameron Grimes? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think this is a guy that definitely. Uh, I, I don't know what he'd really do on the main roster right now, but maybe you know he he brought the uh, OC and the uh, BS tag team partners in that six man that he had a couple weeks ago. So maybe he could kind of you know fit in with them somehow. I know I know he wasn't in the Bullet Club or whatever originally. So but maybe he, they could kind of guide him and they could be his. Uh, you know they could lead him along a little bit as he gets. Uh, his feet a little more wet on the main roster. Um, but yeah, he's a great, great, great in-ring talent. Um, I, this, the thing with the schism has been going on for a, a long time. So I kind of want to see it eventually get to an end. I feel like it's ended and kind of kept back, kept going a few times. So um, I, I would like to see that have like a finality to it or whatever. Maybe the finality is him, you know, saying goodbye to NXT and uh, going up to the main roster and doing something something else but um this is a guy that i feel like is in that kind of waiting period where he's you know he's still down in nxt he's still doing good stuff but uh he definitely could use the uh you know the newness of being up on uh the main roster a little bit for sure and talking about main roster ready carmelo hayes 
A guy, yeah. you know, the guy has been a champion. His 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 character is there. The in ring is there. I think it's just a matter of time till the guy is up there and he's, you know, he's gonna struggle for a little while. He'll probably be, you know, lower mid card to, but he's one of those he's one of those guys that when he comes up, you put him in like opening match to get the crowd up. You know, him in like you know Ali or somebody else to get, just get him out there. Give him like you know 10, 12 minutes just to rip it up. And and he's a guy, but and eventually though he will be one of your 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 stalwarts of at least your 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 mid card, even to your upper mid card. I think as he as he matures more. Uh, what, what do you what do you think of him? Nah, he's probably my favorite guy right now yeah. in, in any brand. Honestly, he he's just great. I think all of his stuff, promo stuff is great. I think his in ring stuff is great. I would like him to unseat. Braun as the NXT champion eventually. I think maybe they can build a match up into that point uh, around Mania season if they do a takeover at Mania or around Mania. Oh, okay. I maybe, see that. Maybe, maybe him end up being the guy that beats Braun. Uh, you know, obviously, probably with a little help from uh, Trick Williams, but um, yeah, I, I love him. I think he's great in ring. He's never disappointed me whenever I've gone into a match. Uh, are going into a show watching him have a match and anything like that. So I think I think he's just great, and I definitely think you're right. He'll he'll have success, maybe maybe more in the mid card when he gets to the main roster, just because he's kind of a smaller guy. But I think he'll definitely be an ace that they can always go to to have a good opening match, or you know whenever they need a good match, they can throw him in there and have, and he'll be the guy to deliver it for sure. Now the next guy, uh, and I'll talk about his uh, his associate too. Uh, he's got the characters there. Even if it's a bit of a ridiculous character, it was one of those. This is a caricature kind of things. When 2.0 start, uh, I talk about Tony D'Angelo, the Don of NXT. It's it's a ridiculous character. It's kind of an outdated uh, character. You know, this is something maybe you'd see like back in like the the 90s to to even into the ruthless aggress ruthless aggression era. Uh, plus, he's got Channing, Stax, Lorenzo, two dimes, uh, got released inside with AEW. I, I, I like the guy. Don't get me wrong. His in-ring needs, it needs work. And, and, sure. and, and another gimmick that I, I, I don't know if it's going to get over. I, it may be a little too ridiculous for, for the main roster. I mean, there, there are things that we are, as wrestling fans, are asked to buy into. Because you know, when you you know, if you just talk to somebody who's not a wrestling fan, you tell them, "Oh, this guy, what does this guy do?" Well, he, you know, he's he's an undertaker. You know, he he, uh, you know, and what does this guy do? This guy, you know, is a barber. <laughs> it's like <laughs> we're we're you're asking a lot of, of of like the normal people to to like you know understand what we what we're watching. Uh, but I I think he's good in ring. I mean, I felt bad he got you know the bad injury. I don't know how, exactly how long he's going to be out. I think the for what the character is, he has it down, mm-hmm. but I, I, I don't know if it's got legs outside of NXT. What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I do love the character, but it's, it's kind of like a chase you kind of thing. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know that it necessarily works uh, anywhere else uh, really. Um, but yeah, like you said, I think he does need to improve a little bit in the ring. Um, I'm, I kind of hope that they get, uh, maybe when he comes back, they get another guy to go with stacks to kind of replace two dimes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do, I felt like the stuff with them and Legato went on a little too long, but I'm glad that it finally had a finality and it, you know, resulted in Legato going up to the main roster. Cause I think they're definitely, uh, capable of being up there and can, and flourish and shine, uh, as they go up there. But um yeah you know if if d'angelo is ever going to be on the main roster he probably 
needs to improve a lot in the ring. Uh, he's he's he like you said he's perfectly fine. He's serviceable. He can have he can have a good match with some people, but I'm not sure he can quite have that great match with anybody quite yet. So um, he definitely needs to improve in that area. Um, Stacks is fine. I think he's most. I think he's a tag guy. Honestly, yeah. I think he's mm-hmm. one of those guys that can be in a tag and flourish in, in that department. But I'm not sure he can kind of survive or exist on his own. He's um, like he's like a headbanger. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, like like they're they're a good tag team. They're fun. He need they need to play off each other. But is he a guy that I'm gonna buy into as a singles guy? I'm I, not not at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know things change. Who knows? Uh, all right. So this 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 one, I liked her when she started. I love her now. A, a babyface Cora Jade is not as good as this heel spoiled bratty Cora Jade. I really like this evil kind of. I, I, I want to see her do more, though, like with this character, because, you know, her feud with Roxy, I don't know if it's still if it's done. I mean, you know, Roxanne finally got the win on her, so maybe it's over. But I, I kind of really dig uh, this Cora Jade. I, I did like I, I did like the like the skater girl. It was it was fine. It was amusing. But I wasn't expect one thing. I wasn't expecting her heel turn when it happened. Mm-hmm. So it kind of I, I kind of like that surprise. And, 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 and it didn't. Um, she, it was like a switch flipped. Like she immediately had that heel character down. So that's why I kind of like really enjoy her. And I want to see her get a run with the belt at some point within the next year. I don't think she's going to be on the main roster probably for a while. I think she's got at least another year in NXT. I'm thinking, uh, but I, I do think the, uh, there's a big upside with her. What, what do you think? Uh, no, I definitely agree with you. Uh, yeah, like you said, the face the face stuff was good. I think she could have gotten, uh, you know, so far with that. But I think the fact that she's shown uh, that she can do this heel character as well as she has and as well as she's doing so far, um, that it, it just makes her a more well-rounded uh, person, a well-rounded talent to have in NXT. Um, so she can go back to that face side. But I, I think she's really flourishing in this uh, heel run. You know, if, you know, maybe uh, Roxanne's not the person to take the belt off of Mandy Rose, maybe they have like a triple threat or something like that. And Cora steals the victory on Roxanne or something like that. So Mandy really never gets pinned or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think her or Roxanne will probably be the next uh, NXT Women's Champion. And I think she'll get that run that you're kind of talking about. Yeah. Um, even, even if Roxanne does win it, I think Cora beats her not relatively quickly, but close to around when Roxanne maybe wins it from uh, Mandy Rose. But yeah, I, I see a lot of upside with her for sure. Yeah, they could be our our Bailey Sasha basically. For especially for if the... she stays with Braun. Yeah. <laughs> especially, yeah. All right, uh, a couple. I'm just going to run through a couple here quickly uh, that I I think they're 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 fine. I think they need uh, a lot of character work. Damon Kemp, Dante Chan, Duke Hudson. Going alphabetically, people. If you haven't noticed. Um, uh, Damon Kemp, I don't don't really know much about. He he really didn't do much before his heel turn. I think for me to like, mm-hmm. you know, care about him, know him. Dante Chen, I I barely seen. Duke Hudson, you know, has you know, a poker player. Okay, um, <laughs> you know, they had that couple thing. Okay, um, he's he's a guy that that needs something, and and until he gets that, he he's down. He's gonna be down there. Like obviously. You know, tonight he was on. It was on Raw's, like you know, one of the pull apart people. He was there doing a doing main event, which is sometimes a showcase for them. Maybe he could be like an Elias who doesn't really do much in NXT except for like some character stuff. But then 
gets over on the main roster. It happened with Alexa Bliss as well, where she was she was good, but she never really won anything down there. Uh, maybe maybe that that could be what happens with Duke. So do you have anything on Damon Kemp, Dante Chen, or Duke Hudson? Uh, Damon Kemp, I think uh, I, I really don't know what he's going to do after the Creed brother stuff because you know him and Julius had the ambulance match at Halloween Havoc. So uh, I'm I'm interested to see where he goes from here, but I'm 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 not quite sure where he kind of heads uh, from this way. Maybe him and Roddy have a match since he took Roddy out. Um, uh, you know, we were talking about Amari Miller kind of being that stalwart of the uh, level up crew. Uh, Dante Chen is that on the men's side uh, for sure. Uh, he is he is on almost every week. Uh, that's one of those shows that I don't necessarily watch every week, but like I'll watch a bunch in a row, like on a Sunday when I don't have anything to do. Um, but I'll mostly just have it on in the background. I don't necessarily like watch every second of it or something like that, but he's always featured on that. So I feel like he's a guy that they want uh, to be a little bit more than he is, but he's definitely that stalwart on that uh, level mm-hmm. up show. And uh Duke, I mean, he has he has the look. He's tall. He's mu- muscular. He's good looking. So I mean, he has the look for sure. I do think, like you said, he needs that other thing. I don't know really know what it is necessarily, but he needs something else to kind of push him over the edge. But uh, I definitely think he has some of the tools to be uh, maybe not a superstar, but you know, he, he could be a good a good person to have around. Uh, yeah, in the part, of, part of a faction maybe. Yeah, yeah. I like I like I like him with like Tony. D'Angelo it's like they're like sitting around like whatever character class like okay what does everybody want to be all right well I could do I could do you know a New York accent well I'm a good poker player you know kind of thing and it's like let's see let's shoot the, the thing about it is they're shooting their shot and they're doing it with the stakes are lower so this is a guy that there's 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 stuff there we just gotta the clay has got to get molded a little bit better or maybe you know maybe it's not a teapot it, it's it's a saucer it's it, you know kind of a thing really shitty analogy but you know what i'm trying to get <laughs> yeah, at. <I> got you. <laughs> um a couple of guys that i i you know are still relatively new but they had they've had some really good matches uh idris and nofe and i'm looking for his tag team malik blade um i like these guys you know again uh they need they have the in-ring they're they're exciting you know they're high flyers uh, need you know some character stuff need need a ta- they need a tag team name first of all you know that that's that's what's what's missing but other than that i i could see these guys being you know your next street profits you know it took the street profits a little while to get their footing especially you know angelo dawkins he was in nxt forever but you know these guys these guys are solid i think they just they need the you know to be more rounded out in terms of uh, being WWE superstars. What are your thoughts? No, yeah, I definitely agree on everything you just said. Um, they're 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 kind of the plucky babyface team mm-hmm. uh, that they can you know sell really well for a bigger team, uh, which most everybody's bigger than they are. Yeah, um, they're pretty small guys, but they they do the half flying stuff, and then they they look good in ring. They you know they're they're solid hands so far and i I definitely think that they could uh grow to be a lot better if they can get that character they're pretty goofy backstage they play like the ladies man um and malik's kind of a nerd that wears like the sweater vest and all that (laughs) so um they have some character to them but i think a little bit more could be fleshed out in their area and they could you know all of these guys that are on here are on here for a reason they're to get better in the ring and get more uh, comfortable uh, in front of a crowd and all, all of that. So I think they could definitely improve in areas, but I think they're perfectly solid uh, the way they are. All right. Um, Electra Lopez. Uh, I think we need to see more from her. 
I think she was a good part of Legato. I I kind of see where they were going now with replacing her with with Zelina Vega because Zelina's over. Zelina's been around longer. She's definitely has more of a presence, and she gives Legato a bit more of a rub, like a more legitimacy to to the people that don't watch NXT. They only watch Raw and SmackDown. I, you know, we need you know give her time to to be on her own because she wasn't on her own for very long before she got put with Legato. So I want to see her show me what she can do. That's really what I have to say on Electra. No, yeah, I definitely agree with everything you just said. Uh, you know, she's she's she almost feels a little bit aimless without Legato, but I kind of excited to see where she can go without them. I don't think she, I think part of the pe- reason they uh, put Zelina with Legato is I don't know that Electra was quite uh, main roster ready, while I think the guys were uh, Santos for sure, and I think the the tag guys are really solid. I think they're really great in everything that they did. Uh, you know, they're never going to be the top team. Uh, in the company, but I think they were perfectly solid in everything that they were thrown in, and they did a good job with everything that they were uh, given. Um, but yeah, I don't think she was quite to the level of them, and I think it would have been really forcing it to put her up there at the same time. So I'm excited to see where she kind of fits in in the in the uh, women's division uh, yeah. going forward. Um, I don't think we have anything else really to say about Gigi and JC. They're main roster ready. <laughs> I mean, I mean they're 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 awesome. Yeah. They're great. I thought they're uh, the kind of the skit stuff they did with Halloween Havoc was some great character work for both of them. Um, I like that they were, you know, around at uh, at Mania and, and and all that stuff and NXT. And they 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 were in a tag tournament. Unfortunately, you know, you had concussion a concussion thing with Gigi that took them out. Um, but I I like them. They they were another one. Like they they were like who are these girls? Like the, like I didn't know who Priscilla Kelly was or whoever Jay Z was beforehand, but. They, you know, they put them together. They gave them a tag team name. They gave them a package, and they partnered them up with Mandy. And I think the two of them helped Mandy as much as Mandy helped them. Like Mandy made them legitimate because she's like, okay, I was on the main roster, and now I'm back here, and you're my girls. You're who I'm gonna be with. And at the same time, they protected Mandy. They 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 rounded out the whole package and elevated Mandy to that Regina role, Regina George role there. So I, I don't really have anything else to say about those two. No, yeah, they're great, and they're definitely main roster ready. They could go up there tomorrow, but, um, you know, Mandy's got to handle her business. Um, she's going to be champion, if, and if she's going to stay champion, uh, they're going to be the reason that she stays champion. So um, somebody's going to have to come out with some uh, some uh, heavy hands to kind of ward them off to kind of help the, whoever eventually takes down Mandy uh, to win the title. So. Um, but I, I definitely their main roster ready. I've enjoyed everything they've done. Like you said, I think they elevated Mandy and Mandy definitely elevated them as well. So, um, yeah, just great, great all around. So nothing else to say for sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, Grayson Waller, another pretty much main roster ready. I think, you know, he's got the personality. He's got the entering. I don't dig his, his, his outfit that much. So to speak. It's different. I'd give him that. Um, I, I think, you know, he has a little thing with AJ and he, and he held his own. Um, so I'm curious. He, he's somebody that probably will stay down for a little while longer, at least, because, you know, we can't have everybody come up at once. He's, he's a guy that, 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 that could be there for a bit, but he just continued to get better and hone and, and he doesn't need to get better, but he just give him more repetitions, more season, give him something meaty to sink his teeth into because he really hasn't had anything. All that mean he's got this little thing with Apollo, 
which um you know has been which has been good. But I, I there's a guy that I think he, he's yes and no he's main roster ready so to speak. What what do you think about uh Grayson Waller? Yeah, I definitely think he could succeed if he went up to the main roster right now. He's one of my favorite guys. He's Scott, Scott Shiflett's favorite guy for sure. Yeah. Of the in-between-the-legs uh, elbow that he does. Uh, Scott loves that. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, his character stuff is great. Uh, I think he, I think he's, I think he's good in the ring. He's not anything. He's not great shakes or anything like that. But I think his character is uh, definitely, uh, d- definitely top notch. Um, but he, you know, if you seem to notice. Anytime they bring a main roster guy down, they kind of throw him with him, at least at first. Uh, yeah. You know, even Truth last week, Truth came out to <laughs> act like he was hosting Halloween Havoc after it happened or whatever. But, you know, this week they're having a match. So um, they, they seem to trust him and seem to think that he's a guy that they can uh, throw these main roster guys because he had the thing with AJ. He's fought Apollo. You know, I think other people that they brought down, they've kind of put with him. So uh, they obviously trust him, think a lot of him. Um, I do think he needs to probably eventually win the North American title and maybe even the NXT title eventually. I think he's a guy that you know, needs to hang around for a little while, establish his brand as a, a champion eventually. Maybe he's the guy that beats Wesley eventually. I don't want him to do it like super quick. I want Wesley to have his reign and kind of establish himself a little bit, but I think Grayson could be the guy that maybe eventually beats him uh, okay. in, in some way. So. I think he's he could be main roster if they wanted him to be, but I think he definitely could hang around and uh, win a few championships along the way. Uh, all right, Ikiman Ikiman Jiro. Uh, <laughs> he's um, okay. He's yeah. I I he's one of those guys. It's like, is he going to be Tajiri or is he going to be Yoshitatsu? It's like. He's he's goofy. He's funny. Wrestling with the jacket on. Uh, okay. Um, did I? You know, I was a little disappointed that jacket time uh, didn't go as long. Uh, I I also didn't get uh, that character either. Um, you know, the Back to the Future thing that was going on over there. Uh, but I I think like main roster. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> like I like the guy, and I think he's funny, and I think he's a fun character. But I, 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 I don't know. You know, I'm trying to think like how they, what they can do to get him main. I mean, look, look, is everybody going to be main roster? Probably not. No. You know, maybe or some people will will leave, go away, maybe go to AW, go somewhere else, and maybe come back. I mean, he he's solid. I mean, he's he's his in ring is is good, but and he's but he's a little too goofy in my opinion. What do you think of this guy? No, I definitely agree with you. Um, he, you know, if he ever goes to the main roster, if the 20, if the 24 seven title still exists, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like 27, 24 seven division for life. So, um, he, he's perfectly fine. The jacket stuff's kind of goofy. Uh, and you know, I can understand if somebody thought that was stupid, but, um, he, he's funny enough. I think he's has a good enough character to maybe be involved in a lot of backstage skits, but he's, he's never going to elevate past like the lowest of low guards, uh, as far as championships or anything like that is considered. I don't ever see him really contending for the, the, um, North American title. And definitely not the NXT title. Uh, maybe if they eventually get him another partner, maybe if they get over enough. I liked him and Kushida together. I, I don't know that they would ever have won the tag titles if Kushida hung around. But um, yeah, I, you know, the less said the better, probably. On this guy. Yeah. 
Uh, now this is a guy I wish I had watched more of his stuff in NXT UK because he the guy the guy took the belt off Walter, so mm-hmm. you know he's got to be solid. You know that they they have to you know see something in him, and I I think the guy's great. I think he just needs more exposure to to this audience. But another guy that should have a run with the belt, uh, Ilya Dragunov. Um, he is he's good. Uh, that's uh, you know he's he's a technician. He could he could hang. I I could definitely see him on the main roster before long. But I think he needs to get more exposure to 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 this to this audience. What what do you think of Dragunov? No, yeah, I definitely think he just needs to be in front of this uh, American NXT crowd. That you know, no, obviously not everybody has enough time. You know, like you said, it's a mm-hmm. there's a lot of content out there for a lot of people to watch. So, um, not I, a lot of people didn't have enough time to watch NXT on a weekly basis. So don't feel bad about not seeing it. But yeah, he had a lot of great stuff over there. Um, you know, another guy we'll talk about. He had some good matches with him uh, over there as well as he's already had a match with him over here that was pretty good. Um, but you know, his stuff with Walters, uh, that, that first match they had is, you know, one of those five star Dave Meltzer classics that, uh, you know, he loves and all that kind of stuff, but he's just, he's so stiff. Everything he delivers is with such force, kind of like Braun. Uh, but he's a little bit more stiff than Braun. Braun just kind of looks like he just plows through you. Uh, but he, the Ilya just throws everything with, uh, you know, he, he's he's trying to hurt you with everything that he's throwing yeah. at you. That freaking running headbutt is insane uh, every time he hits it. Um, but, yeah, he's he's definitely a star, and uh, he'll he'll be here and be uh, very prominent for a, a good bit, I'd say. And I think he will be champion eventually. Yeah. Um, Indy Hartwell, I, I like her. She she had she had to grow on me a little bit, but I, I think she still needs some seasoning. But, actually, I think she's somebody that if they brought up to the main roster – she could continue to to get better. You know what I mean? Like put her in with, uh, you know, maybe partner with her with somebody that's a little more. I mean, I don't know if I want to see her back with Candice, but, you know, m- maybe put her in some kind of a faction. Maybe maybe make her the fourth member of Damage Control and and kind of have Bailey, you know, and EO and, and uh, Dakota kind of bring her along a little bit. You know, she's maybe the, the, the younger you know, kid sister kind of thing. And the one that needs to learn the one that will maybe, you know, get, get beat up more than the others for a while. But I, I definitely see her being solid. I don't, I don't know if she, she'll be a champion at all, but I, 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 I do kind of like her though. Yeah. And she has size. You don't see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's real tall. Uh, so I think that's something that makes, makes her stand out a little bit. I, I do like that idea of making, making her a, uh, uh, damage control member maybe she goes up and is acting like buddy buddy with candace and turns on her and kind of becomes that fourth member that damage control kind of needs she can be their like bully big uh mm-hmm. bigger person you know that they're kinda, their enforcer so yeah kind of their enforcer yeah that's what i was going for um yeah she i, I could definitely see her fitting into some kind of role like that where she you know she doesn't talk a lot but she's just kind of their muscle and kind of throws people around mm-hmm. whenever uh you know they may be uh, the other three maybe getting beat up a little bit. She can kind of come in and throw everybody around that's uh, trying to mess with them. But I kind of like that idea. I, I hope they I hope they do that. I do think she's one of those that doesn't need to hang around in NXT too much longer. I think she definitely needs to go up. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with her when they mm-hmm. do do that. Yeah, um, Ivy Nile uh, like her, but you know, start finally starting to get a little more character stuff coming out of her. Mm-hmm. Need, but definitely needs more time, more seasoning. She's somebody that that. Uh, will be there for a while i think i i don't 
uh, and it'll be good for her. I think you know, she's she's good in the ring. Uh, you know, she's a level up person because I, you know, sometimes I'm scrolling on the WWE YouTube when I'm like, you know, got a few minutes to kill, and I see her. She's in she's in matches there quite a bit. You know, I I think there's 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 quite an upside to her. It's just you know she needs she needs repetition and 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 more. Uh, you know, it'd be a disservice if she was to come up before she's ready because I think she's somebody that could do well. Just just you know needs that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think she needs she needs to be on TV a little bit more. I feel like yeah, yeah like you said, she's on level up a good bit. Uh, they obviously trust her to be the you know another one of those stalwarts that's on that show. Um, but I think she needs a little bit more exposure on like actual NXT TV. Um, I think she's good in the ring, uh, but I definitely think she could learn and be a little bit better on at the other aspects of the business uh, if she got a little bit more exposure on the TV show uh, for sure. Um, All right, so uh, yeah. Uh, all right, so we got Joe Gacy, ja- Jagger Reed, um, Rip Fowler, who I, I love the Grizzly Young Veterans. Um, I-, I-, I know what they were trying to do with changing all these names and everything like that. And now uh, Ava Rain is the latest member. I honestly, I like this 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 group. Um, yes, they're, you know, comparisons to, to Bray and the Wyatt family and uh, the Ravens flock even. Um so, I mean, I but I do like them. I I do kind of I love Joe Gacy's theme. I oh, think yeah, it's too, it's yeah. really good. Again, this is with Gacy. He's got the character stuff. The in ring, you know, there's a couple of flashy moves here and there. He needs he needs more in ring. But look, so did Bray. You know, Bray had the character thing from the get go. He the in ring was okay. It it's gotten better. Uh, I think putting you know Jagger and Rip. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, with them, I, I think uh, gives them solid hands. I did not see that coming with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were going to actually win the belts at some point as the Grizzly Young veterans. <clears throat> but I, I, I like this. I, I think, and I think it's a group that's going to run roughshod. They're going to be your big heel faction, especially adding the Rock's daughter, you know, Ava Rain, to the group uh i think she she's there with them so she can learn and come along because you know Dwayne ain't gonna let his daughter be part of anything that's not gonna set her up to succeed uh i i, I like them uh, i just like again i think i think it's uh gonna be something we're gonna see for a while though because we don't know what what's happening with bray what the white six is gonna be or whatever so i think they need to keep them off the main roster so there's no yeah. comparisons because it's 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 not fair to them because they they've been doing this thing for a little while. Gacy took a little bit and then he started building up. Now he's finally got his faction going. Maybe adds another member or two to his uh, to his growing group. But I I I like this this uh, this gimmick and I I want to see uh, where they go yeah, in yeah, NXT. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm interested to see where it goes going forward. Joe Gacy's one of those guys that like in ring. I just I I I, don't, I just don't enjoy him. I don't know why. I, it's just something about him that I just don't really love. Um, I, I I do like the Grizzling Veterans. I always like them. Um, they started to kind of treat them as goofy, and they were losing the, like, jacket time that we talked about before. Yeah. And, and I, I just felt like they needed something different. Um, I'm hoping that this will get them to a point where they can be uh, featured a lot more and maybe get into those, that tag team title chase and maybe be champions eventually. Because um, I do think they're good in the ring. Um, 
but uh, I, I, this one's just going to have to grow on me. Um, I do, I do think in uh, Ava Rain's debut, she did sound confident on the mic, so she, uh, she got a little bit of her uh, daddy's flair in her. So, <laughs> um, but I, I thought she sounded really good for that being her first time on TV because she hasn't even been on Level Up or anything like that. So, um, that that was her first, that was her first in-ring stuff at all. So, uh, that I've seen uh, anywhere. So. Um, I mean, she's probably been on house shows and stuff like that, but she seemed real confident with the mic. So uh, hopefully that'll continue to be the thing. And they'll kind of guide her along, as you kind of said, putting her with three kind of veteran guys. Uh, We'll Mm -hmm. guide her in that way. But I'm interested to see where the tag team goes forward. And maybe I'll get uh, Gacy eventually, but we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, I was I was surprised that that she was the uh, the female member. I I honestly was. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't I didn't even wasn't even in the because i'm trying like you know you sit there like who is that i th- I thought it was uh um what's her name kiara kiana james from the body type yeah. you know but it wasn't um we'll talk about her in a second uh jd mcdonough um i i like i love his kind of like his sick deranged character the guy is is really solid in ring um main roster <laughs> um I see like a I, I, I don't want to think he's a Justin Gabriel like on the main roster, but I would I'd like to see him do further because he's really good at playing this like unhinged uh, this character um, and his I like his in ring. I, I saw him a little bit in NXT UK, but I, you know, I, I do like uh, I, I did like his matches with Braun and, and Ilya. So mm-hmm. so I think he's going to be um, one of those uh, thorns in the side for a while, maybe a surprise rumble entrant if they go to 40. Um, but if not, you know, I maybe see him up uh, nine months from now, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, but I, I think he's really solid though. Yeah, yeah. I think he's really good in ring. Uh, the character stuff has been really good. It's kind of hokey at points, but uh, I, I do like that. It's, he's kind of a deranged maniac that, you know, knows that if he picks at the uh, former injury or whatever they may have had in the past, uh, that he can have the advantage or whatever. But like I was saying with uh, Ilya Dragunov, he had two. This is the guy he had two bangers with uh, in UK uh, before uh, jo- Jordan Devlin that he was before. But now J.D. McDonough came over. Um, cause he came over before the NXT UK thing kind of got shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, I, I, I think this is a guy that needs to be in NXT for a good bit. Um, yeah. I think he could definitely be in that North American title contention for a while. And then maybe eventually he does win the NXT championship. But, um, yeah, I think this is a guy that needs to definitely hang down there for a little bit. Cause I mean, I think he needs to let the bigger, stronger you know uh guys that may be the superstars now kind of fade away and uh maybe this smaller group of people uh can get over in a in a generation where that's uh maybe not around anymore because he's young so he'll be you know yeah. he'll be around for a while so. yeah he's like an adam cole like like you know need needs to kind of clear the uh needs needs like uh you know the the graduating class to go mm-hmm. for him yeah, to yeah. be like the, the big man on campus so to speak i think yeah exactly. which he's capable of Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Joe Coffee, Mark Coffee, Wolfgang. I, I don't know much about Gallus. I remember seeing them a little bit when I watched NXT UK. So to me, you know, they're a solid group from what I've seen so far. I think they're gonna be they're gonna be fun. Uh see them, you know, having some nice feuds with like the Creeds uh and some other teams, but I really don't have much of a thing much knowledge to to really go into them that much. Uh what about you? 
Yeah, I mean they're 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 kind of meh. I mean that they're they're fine. They're good in ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're good technical guys. Uh, the Coffee Brothers are, and Wolfgang's kind of the powerhouse, uh, bigger guy. Of the I mean they're all pretty big, but he's the biggest one of them. Uh, he's kind of their powerhouse of their team. So, uh, they they're fine. They're one of those that I won't even say I don't get them. I just don't necessarily love their style, I guess. Um, but that they're fine. Uh, that they, they can be good hands in that tag division. Uh, Joe could be in, you know, that North American picture uh, going forward a little bit because he was always kind of the singles guy and the other two were the tag team. So um, we'll see. I, that's, yeah. that's the best I can do on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple of ladies that are, that are good. They still need a lot of work. Uh, Kiana James, Last Legend. I think they're they're both fine. I think Kiana may be a little further along than Last Legend. Last Legend may have the character thing a little more. But they're, they're two that, you know, they're like early, I mentioned earlier, like like early Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Like, like they were good. You could see like they're trying stuff, but, you know, give they need time to really, you know, get that in ring or get that character thing. Like Keanu James, like, you know, she's smart. Like they're starting to do a little something with her a little more. But uh, and last legend, you know, she starts off as a talk show host. I mean, they're fine. They are what they are. They they're there to uh, try stuff, and and we'll see what happens with the two of them. Uh, any thoughts on either of those ladies? Yeah, I think Kiana has the character stuff down. I think she could benefit from having like a group. I think they're starting to try to get her to have. Uh, I think Ariana Grace is her name. Uh, mm-hmm. They're kind of trying to pair them together, so maybe they'll be a tag team. But I think she could have like a because she's kind of like a business lady. She has like yeah. you know, I feel like she could have like a firm. I mean, don't not to steal from AEW, but she could have like a firm of people to be her, you know, sidekicks, and you know, then maybe they could rise up to eventually be the next toxic attraction if they could get over and be better, a little bit better in the ring, whoever they pair her with. But um, yeah, a York yeah. Foundation, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> it's Keebler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's um, always, you know, look, there, there's only so many gimmicks and characters you could do. So, sure. mm-hmm. so you see something that worked maybe a while ago, and you do your own spin on it, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Lash Legend, my uh, former classmate at Mississippi State, uh, <laughs> okay, she, she is, uh, she, yeah, she played basketball uh, when we both went to college there at the same time. So, um, but I went to uh, high school with Tommy Dreamer. I didn't know him; he was awesome. two years ahead of me. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, she she definitely needs some work in the ring. I think she's still kind of green in, in that area. I think she's got the whole, you know, I'm, I'm the bad bitch down, you know, the, the character and everything. But uh, she definitely could use a little more in the ring for sure. Yeah. Uh, Miko Satomura, I don't know how long she's going to be around, um, you know, because she's a little older there. Uh, maybe somebody that we'll see sparingly, you know, show up in the Rumble. Maybe somebody that will end up at the NXT Europe. Maybe to be like that that veteran hand over there. Uh, I don't know. You have any thoughts on Miko? Yeah, I think she's going to be more of like I think she's probably helping train a little bit more yeah. now mm-hmm. that she's over here. Because uh, I think the, there was a question of whether she was going to be one of the ones that even came over and maybe you know left the company for a little bit and came back whenever uh, Europe started up. Because a lot of the guys that left just didn't want to switch over for a little bit and then go back and everything like that. So I thought. Honestly, she would be one of those that she just came in, lost the title, and kind of went away again. But I think maybe she's probably more of a trainer at this point. Maybe she's that surprise uh, Rumble appearance, like you said. But I, I don't – she's like you said, she's kind of older, so I don't know that she does much more uh, right. as far as NXT is concerned, at least. All right. Uh, we got Mr. Stone and Von Wagner. Um, I like Mr. Stone. I, You know, the guy can 
you know, take take bumps. I mean, I, I it took honestly, I, it was one of those. I was this days old when I figured out that he was Robbie E. <laughs> <laughs> so it took me a little while to put two and two together. Uh, Von Wagner has has grown on me. I thought he was very bland in the beginning, but he's one of those you know bland baby faces that you give him a, a heel run and finally has like a personality. And he's a guy that needs a manager. Um, I actually, honestly, he was my pick to win the NXT belt in the, uh, you know, the North American, sorry, the North American title. Uh, I figured like, you know, we've had a a bunch of uh, little guys, smaller guys had the belt. Let's give a, you know, somebody a little bit bigger in size a run with it. And, but I mean, I like this pairing, Uh, you know, Von Wagner is one of those that I could see getting brought up a little sooner than he may be ready. Almost like a, a Braun Strowman situation. Um, where Braun wasn't exactly ready yet. I mean, he was fairly green, but he, he did uh, develop quickly. So I think there's an upside to this kid. Uh, and Mr. Stone, I think he's somebody that that he, he, he actually would do well on the main roster because you don't see a lot of managers outside of MVP, right? Uh, not not a lot of them. So uh, And Paul uh, Heyman. So we could use another one. You know, there's not too many of them. It's not like, you know, the glory days when we had like, you know, Jimmy and Bobby and Mr. Fuji and Johnny, you know, John Valley. Like there was like so many managers. But I, I think the two of them, I think they should keep them together if, if they if they bring Vaughn up. I think he needs to come with them to help yeah. establish him. So what are, you, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, he definitely needs that manager because he's got the uh, he's got that Jack Swagger lisp. But like the, whenever he talks, it's just like I, I can't take him seriously for uh, at any time that he really speaks. So he definitely needs uh, Mr. Stone out there to uh, uh, talk for him a little bit and hype him up a little bit. I think he's he's getting better in ring for sure. He's one of those guys that, like you said, I think he was kind of green at first. Um, didn't really feel confident in what he was doing. Um, they kind of throw him. They kind of tried to throw him with uh, O'Reilly to start off with, and I thought that was a real weird pairing. Even though yeah. they did have a tag title match with Imperium at one of the takeover, you know, special events, what do you call it? Um, that was pretty good. I, I don't really think it was because of him, but I think it was because of the other three guys that were in the ring. But um, I definitely think he definitely needs some more polishing. I could have seen him maybe be in a dark horse to win the uh, North American Championship uh, in that latter match, but I, you know. I feel more confident that Wesley could probably do what he needs to do with that title now than I think he probably could have. So I think they made the right move, but uh, he has upside for sure. He has size, um, but yeah, I definitely think he needs that manager to kind of speak for him. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Nathan Frazier, we spoke about a little bit. I I like the guy, you know, it's just one of those, I need to see more. And, Mm -hmm, you know, he's got, he's got the in-ring, definitely one of the, you know, best high flyers they have in NXT right now, but I, 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 one of those, like, I want to see more from this guy, you know, you know, give me some character, give me something. Uh, but I, yeah, I do. I do like the guy in the ring. I'm, I, and like you said, I was happy that he got the spot over a, a kid in that liar match. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't really have anything to add. That's, that's kind of how I feel about him. Definitely need to see a little bit more, but I've been impressed with what he's done in the ring so far. All right. Uh, Nikita Lyons. Um, I like her. She can move. She, for, for a big girl, uh, uh, you know, they they need another another larger you know woman on on the main roster. I think we got um uh, what's her Dewdrop who who I I do like. Uh, she's like the anti Naya, where everybody says she's like one of the safest workers they have, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Um, but she's she definitely needs seasoning though. Mm-hmm. She needs she needs a little more. Some of her moves don't come off as crisp as they should. 
Um, the character stuff is 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 there needs more definition. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I mean she she's somebody I, I think we'll see in the Rumble, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think we'll see on the main roster for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she'll she'll definitely be down there for a little bit. I definitely think, like you said. Uh, pretty much in all aspects, she needs a little bit more seasoning, needs to get a little better at certain things. But um, I, I, I do enjoy her. I think she does have a yeah, different style for the kind of size competitor that she is. Um, she has the like crazy kicks that she can pull mm-hmm. out and the, uh, the whole splits finisher that she does uh, is pretty cool and pretty interesting and kind of different. Something you haven't really seen before, but. Um, she definitely needs more seasoning, but um, I know I know Scott Shiflett's a big fan of her, so um, <laughs> she'll always have that guy. <laughs> at least. Um, but no, she's good, and she'll she'll get better for sure. Yeah, he he is a mark. I'll give him that. <laughs> um, that's that, that's what we called him on uh, Pop Goes to the Couch. So uh, yeah. uh, all right, so we'll go through a few guys here quickly. Uh, Odyssey Jones, who has been gone for a little while, just showed up. I don't know if he was injured or what, but he did just show up. Um, I believe last week, I think he, he showed up at the end of the show or drove up and said, uh, we have Oro Mensa, who's still relatively new. was a little surprised to see him in the, uh, the ladder match. And then we have Quincy Elliott, who is a, a different character. He's kind of like, um, like I, I mean, he's, 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 he's definitely something. Um, I, I really, I, I hope, I mean, he's got a little like, you know, gold dust in there, so to speak to him. You know, maybe it's the outfit, maybe some of his uh, his mannerisms. Uh, you know, I, I've only seen like one of his matches. Uh, these are all three of these guys are going to be guys that are going to be there for a while and have time. I really, you know, don't have much else to say on those three. Yeah, I mean, Odyssey Jones had, I think he tore his ACL like right okay. as he Oof. got called, right as he got called up. So, um, well, he was in that like top prospects tournament or whatever yeah. they call it breakout star or whatever oh yeah yeah the, i think he next. lost in the final i think he lost in the finals to carmelo so mm-hmm. um I, I think he probably has some upside because he's a pretty big dude um but i i need to see more of him obviously um or was uh oliver carter i think was his name in nxt uk they gave him okay. a little uh different character different name um but he's one of those that he's kind of new to. And he was in a tag team over there. So, I mean, I haven't really seen him be a single star yet. So he's one of those I need to see a little bit more of. And yeah, Quincy has a little bit of that Goldust vibe to him, but uh, he's kind of another wait and see. So a lot lot of this little group right here is a lot of wait and see guys because they've either been hurt or are kind of new to the scene. So we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. So moving down, uh, Roddy. Uh, is he is he legit injured or is just uh, is this uh, kayfabe like storyline? I think it's just kayfabe. Yeah, um, he's I, a guy I, that that mm, needs to come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's nothing else for him to do really mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, unless he's just going to be the Creed's manager, but I, I would like to see him get used in the ring. Uh, I don't know how well he would get used in the main roster, but he's been down there so long that like just give him a shot, see what he can do, see see what he can pull out with some guys, and you know maybe he maybe he works out and can have a few really good matches with people. So I, I yeah. know he's talented enough for sure, but uh, yeah, he did, definitely needed to do something different with him for sure. Yeah. I mean, some of his, a bunch of his contemporaries are on, you know, that he was in NXT with are now up there like Gargano, Ciampa. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's proven that he can have solid matches with them. So let's just uh, give him a shot. Uh, Roxanne Perez. I, I am so high on her. I think, you know, She's somebody they're probably going to strap the rocket to at some point. Uh, I can see her beating Mandy, 
And like like we talked about earlier, having that, you know, basically her and Cora are probably going to be linked for a while, like throughout their, their time in WWE, because they're both young. They're both in NXT together. They're having this really, you know, fun feud. And they, they could probably reignite it for years. Uh, but there's definitely uh, a lot of upside to her. And I, I really do enjoy watching her in the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's great. Um, I think she's going to be a star eventually. Um, I definitely think she is at least going to be involved in a in a match where Mandy Rose, Mandy Rose eventually loses the title. So whether it's her beating her for it or you know that three way that maybe she has with her and Cora and Cora ends up scoring it. But yeah, like you said, I think they're going to be linked for a while. Uh, it's just a rivalry. Their their weapons wild match or whatever they called it at Halloween Havoc. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a little spotty in points. I feel like they yeah. really didn't know how to work that style of match quite yet. So maybe they need to work out a few kinks and some 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 kind of stuff like that. But um, I definitely think they're both really talented and they can have a great match eventually. But I think that little stipulation thrown in there may have thrown them off a little bit. But I, I do think she's incredibly talented and will be a big featured part of this uh, even in the next six months, I think. So um, for sure. All right. Uh, Sangha and Veer. Uh these guys, you know, getting a, get a repackage, kind of a, you know, from what I was reading, you know, Sean wants Michaels wants them to be presented differently, not like Veer was, you know, Vince's. Let's make him a savage. Let's make him this, you know, thing coming out there and just beating people up. And, uh, you know, they took him off TV. They sent him back down. And Song has been honing his. Uh, he's been on TV, but he's been more of like that motivational, I guess, speaker kind of thing. And and now he's that kind of conflicted. You know, his old buddy's down here. He's been a face. His old buddy's down there as a heel. And he's kind of like, you know, getting those heelish tendencies. So I, I do like them. I think they're going to need um, time. But they're definitely another team that, you know, give them six to six months or so, at least maybe a year of of being over, being dominant uh, in NXT. And then we'll see them on the main roster, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've got. Way, way more size than a lot of people do. They're, they're two big, big hosses of dudes. So um, it's definitely a big guy tag team that it's nice to have in the NXT tag division. So I think they'll be a good part of it. Um, we'll see how they work out uh, going forward. We hadn't really seen them in the ring yet. They've just been done a lot of uh, backstage stuff. I think they attacked the Creeds last week. So uh, that's the really first time we've really seen them in the ring. I mean, Sangha was in the ring with Waller when he was with him for a little bit, but that was only like a month or two, so we didn't really get to see very much of them. But yeah. um, it'll they'll be an interesting uh, tag team to see going forward. Uh, Saray, uh, I think they're still trying to figure her out. Mm-hmm. Um, what what the deal is with her when she's like this, you know, kind of uh, you know bookish kind of schoolgirl, and then when she goes out there in the ring, then with the medallion or whatever the hell that is, she becomes the the Empress of the Sun or whatever it is. Um, I mean, it is. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we gotta we gotta see her more because she has she's been on TV sporadically. I don't know if she had an injury. I I don't know what the deal was with her. Yeah, I'm I'm not real sure what the deal was with her either. But yeah, she I feel like she'll she'll be on for a month or so and then she'll disappear and then <laughs> I I don't real really feel like they figured out what they want to do with her yet because I think if you know maybe she was more featured she could be that baby face that maybe could take down Mandy too, but you know, she hasn't had the time and, you know, she pops in, pops out, you know, so, um, we'll see. 
that's another we'll see, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sloan, Sloan Jacobs, uh, don't know much about her. I've only seen her a couple times. Uh, Saul Ruka is like a surfer girl that just debuted. And Tatum Paxley uh, is, well, I really don't know what her character is. Uh, but she, she's been okay. I mean, I think these, they're all relatively young. They're all relatively green and, and need to learn. I, I think, uh, you know, once when we do this kind of roster uh, deep dive again, we'll probably have uh, maybe have different to say in a few months from them. But yeah, right now that I think they're all too new to really uh, speak that much on. Do you have anything uh, that stands out on any of them? Nah, I mean Tatum Paxley's been uh, linked with Diamond Mine and Ivy Nile for a while, so they could be a tag team mm-hmm. uh, that could you know contend for the women's tag titles eventually if they build them up a little bit more. Uh, you know, like you said, Saul Roca just debuted really. Um, she was kind of a level upper for the last uh, few months, and Sloan Jacobs the same. So uh, they they're they're definitely uh, some wait and sees just because you haven't seen very much of them. All right, Tiffany Stratton, I I really like this girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's athletic in the ring. Uh, again, somebody just just needs more time, but she's somebody I think will will be up before a lot of the others on the roster. Uh, I think her character is down. Is it a character that's got long-lasting potential on the main roster? Probably not, but she can probably get a couple of years out of it at least. You know, as you know, and then she gets to the point where okay, let's we got to change it up with this girl. But I, I do, I love her finisher, that kind of twisting, uh, you know, splash that she's got. I think she's she's pretty good. I I, I didn't love her feud with Wendy Cho, but or Chu, uh, but I, I do think she's somebody that that's it's gonna be on the main roster probably within the next year and we'll we'll you know we'll be okay but she'll she'll continue to to learn i think she's a little further than than some of the others but she's somebody i, I see like another another one i see like a, a lot of upside with yeah, yeah yeah she definitely has a ton of upside definitely has star potential uh, i can see her going pretty far um i like you said i don't know that the character has like forever long lasting legs or anything like that but she could get a good bit out of it for a while um but yeah she's a she's a future nxc women's champion i could see for sure uh maybe not the next one obviously i think she could use a little more uh polishing before then um but i definitely down the road a little bit could see her being champion and i like you said i could see her getting called up before she even gets that uh, opportunity because i think she's really really talented and has that star potential so uh, maybe she'll realize that a little quicker than uh, we think she might, or you know, maybe she'll stay in NXT for a bit, be a champion, and really uh, hone her craft and do that stuff uh, whilst while she's down there, and then go up and have success as well. So, uh, but I definitely think she uh, has a lot, a lot of upside. Yeah. Uh, Trick Williams, uh, need to see more from the guy. Yeah, uh, mostly been uh, Carmelo second. Um, you know he's got, he's got some character stuff. I th- I think he needs more because I, I he comes off more annoying to me than anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I think uh, definitely if Carmelo comes up he's got he can't come up with him. He's not there, man. He is not ready. He needs to be his own own person. I think. Uh, anything on Trick? No, nah, I, I kind of agree with you. He, he you know if Carmelo comes up. You know, I won't say prematurely, but if he comes up before, you know, he becomes NXT champion or anything like that. Yeah, I think Trick never, definitely needs to stay down and uh, kind of hone his craft a little bit more. All right. Uh, Tyler Bate, a uh, veteran. I don't know if we'll ever see him on the main roster. I mean, we could see him in the Rumble. Maybe that's where they kind of take a look at him, see if he's somebody that, you know, could be somebody we could see. He's a definitely a solid hand. Uh, 
but I, I, I think he needs more exposure over here as well. He's one of those. He's like he's like Dragunov. Like this audience has not seen enough of him, mm-hmm. and I think that that really uh, will help his case. I think he'll be he would be solid. He'd be a really solid hand on the main roster, but um, he he just needs time. Like he's not somebody that should be in NXT. Like just because of what he's done and and how what he's accomplished, but he kind of needs to be in NXT. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He needs to have exposure to the American audience that may not have necessarily watched that UK brand and uh, may just watch the and you know the regular NXT. This comes on USA every week, but. Um, yeah, he just needs some more exposure. He's great. Uh, I think he's talented enough to be on the main roster, but maybe, like you said, he just you know needs to be featured a little bit more on this TV, and maybe he can break out and become a main roster superstar eventually. But maybe he's just one of those guys that they feature on here until NXT UK or NXT Europe comes around, and he goes back over there and is one of their stars. So yeah, because uh, because they'll that'll need stars when they come back. So mm-hmm. we'll see a lot of these UK guys see if they kind of just exist uh and then <laughs> uh, yeah. g- go back there uh but I- i'll be interested to see where what they do with him but he definitely needs more of that exposure now uh i, I believe one of them is injured right uh, is it valentina faraz and elisa leon i believe one of them just got injured yeah leon i think hurt her leg uh, yeah for yeah. rose is still around but uh, yeah they were they were starting to cut to to you know they gave them you know kind of a cohesion a little bit with their tag team weren't just put together and they were starting to so it looked like it was the beginning of something with them, and so I, I mean I've only saw them a couple of times, but they were they were somebody I think that was going to be like part of the women's tag division for for a bit. Um, but I, I don't know how long she's Elise uh, is going to be out, but you know they I think Valentina is going to continue to be on TV for uh, in the meantime though, which is good. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I I think they were in that fatal four way for the tag titles mm-hmm. that I, I think Caden Carter and. Yeah, um, Katana Chance finally won the titles in, but I think that they knew that they were going to be the first team eliminated, and they really wanted to show out for the little time that they were in the ring. And I really think they uh, looked really good in that time that they were featured in that uh, Fatal Four Way match. So I really think they, uh, you know, showed the world what they could do uh, in the in the time that they were in the match. But um, obviously, they were still the first team out, so they. Mm aren't heavily featured at that point, but um, maybe when Leon comes back, they can be a good stalwart in that tag team division, but um, kind of a wait and see to see if that's what they end up doing or if, you know, she comes back and Rose has become a single star in her stead and, you know, uh, they don't end up being a tag team when she comes back, but. Yeah, yeah, it could happen. It's happened before. potential there. Yeah. Uh, Somebody who my son can't stand. Uh, (laughs) I I like her, but her character, no way is is a main roster character. Wendy Chu. Uh, I I like her, actually. I think she's goofy. I think she's solid in ring. But um, that's like I think on the main roster, it's kind of like, what what are we doing, people? I mean, she was did she she ever wrestle in that other gimmick? The uh, you know, the. the, I don't think maybe once. Yeah, the, on the throne and everything like that. So I didn't even know that was her. Um, I didn't either. <laughs> but, but she's somebody like, you know, like, here's this gimmick. You like to sleep. You like to wear pajamas. I mean, I, they're starting to get away from that, which which seems good. I, but, you know, I think she needs a, uh, a gimmick change before she comes up. Because I think in ring, I think she's got it. But uh, and, and her, you know, she's showing that she could take this character that is, eh, you know, uh, I like to be comfortable. I like to sleep. I like to drink out of my, uh, you know, my tumbler. Um, but 
yeah, there's there the there needs to be something else there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's funny. It's a good comedic character. If you, yeah. if you want that comedic character to be up on the main roster and use her, she could do that. Uh, she pulls it off really well. Um, I think she's perfectly solid in the ring. Um, I, I've enjoyed most of the stuff she did. I really enjoyed her and Stratton facing each other. Uh, mm-hmm. That I think they had like a no holds barred match or whatever they called it. Um, or they called it a lights out match. That's what it yeah. was. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that match that they had together. Um, so I think she's good in ring. Um, yeah, the character's probably not going to amount to much on the main roster, but, um, yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed her so far, but she definitely needs to add some, you know, twinges to it or something like that. Or maybe she can go back to being maybe a crazy wild (laughs) demon (laughs) queen or whatever she was supposed to be before. Um, but uh, who knows, but I I definitely think she's talented enough in the ring to succeed going forward. Uh, Zion Quinn, um, seen him. He's been fine. <laughs> I put, I put him in that, like, you know, that Duke Hudson, like he needs, needs to find like his character. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, this is a person now it looks like they may start to t- tease a heel turn, which I think will be tremendous. Cause I, I think of her and I think solid in the ring, but does nothing for me. Otherwise Zoe Stark, like I'm like, she's, I like her in the ring, but her, like she's so vanilla. Like there's nothing, nothing there. Like okay, vanilla is a good flavor, but you know sometimes you know I need a little something more to to engage me with it. And I just I I, I need I, I need something more from her. And I think probably that heel turn would give her a little personality. We give her something. So maybe they partner her with somebody, and it brings it out. Uh, but definitely, definitely in ring, good. But character, nothing there. <laughs> Yeah, she was she was one of those flavor of the months that I thought would beat Mandy when she had the title yep. shot against her because you know I, she 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 had a real hot return in that battle royal that she won to get the title shot. Uh, the crowd really reacted to her. She was the QR code person. Uh, they had a QR code for a few weeks that was teasing a return of somebody, um, but it ended up being her. So um, the it's crowd, like, eh. yeah, the crowd <laughs> I like, reacted. <laughs> I was like the crowd, like I was like, oh, we're okay. Mm-hmm. Zoe Stark, yay! Yeah. <laughs> but, no, yeah. she's fine, but yeah, it was like kind of like okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a heel turn could be good for her, kind of show another side of her. So uh, mm-hmm. that could be a good good thing going forward. All right, I think we got everybody. That was a lot, uh, uh, but you know, uh, see, you know, we're this is probably going to be our longest episode for a bit because mm-hmm. we really wanted to to kind of establish a show and give our thoughts on the roster, kind of, and go in there so you kind of know we, where we're coming from uh, when we do these upcoming uh, our regular episodes, which are going to be basically review breakdowns of the month in NXT. So, like, where our feelings are, who we like, who we dislike, who we want to see more from. Like I said, we're going to have. You know, on, on each episode, we're going to say, like, okay, who are our three people that have their stock is up this month? Who is stocked down? Who do we think may be coming to the main roster soon? Give one or two. Who think, uh, you know, is probably going to go down the ladder a little bit? That kind of thing. But, you know, we really just wanted to come out of the gate and uh, kind of establish ourselves and and show that, you know, we do watch it and we are, you know, fans of it. And we're, we're here because we want to be here and we want to talk about this and uh, you know, we both want to talk about some modern day uh, WWE and, uh, you know, I couldn't think of a, a, a better person to to do a, a wrestling show on on top a topic like this than Logan. So so, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to do this. Thankful, as always, to my good friend, 
the podfather Scott Criscoll for allowing me, you know, to to pitch an idea. And he says, cool, go with it and and solid. And once I told him that Logan was on, it was like sold, done. <laughs> um, but no, I I I just I had fun. I, you know, I know it was a little long for this episode, but uh, you know, we're we're gonna have a have a good time and and you know, hopefully uh, you know, give you some insight into to the NXT brand, which you know, is going through a change. It's, you know, it's not 2.0 anymore. It's not going to be black and gold, but what is it really going to be? Let's give it some time where it's really, you know, Triple H and Sean running the show now. And and let's see uh, where it goes. Because I'm excited to see see where where it's going to end up. And I love what they're doing with these these people that are down there. They're, they're, they're you know, they're not, uh, there's there's not a lot of head scratchers in the booking at, at NXT, in my opinion. What do you what do you think, Logan? No, I think uh, overall they make a lot of. I mean, you, you could say maybe the Wesley winning the mm-hmm. North American title could be a little bit of a head scratcher because they haven't really fleshed him out quite yet. But I I, I think he's talented enough in ring that he, he could he could get it to where it would be made to work. So, um, but yeah, but for the most part, I think there's a lot. They the booking is pretty spot on and uh, works really well. All right, cool. Uh, all right, so before we go, Logan, is there anything you want to plug that's coming up uh, soon for you? Um, I have a bevy of shows on the wrestling feed. Uh, YouTube Roulette, uh, that's where we pick some random matches from YouTube. I watch them, or live watch them. Uh, we usually pick one match each uh, and go through them. Uh, wrestling Chicken Salad, uh, we watch some of the worst pay-per-views of all time. We recently did Halloween Havoc 1992. Um, that We had Tim Cable on that one. He was our special guest. Uh, me, Callum, and Ben usually are the three that are on that show but every now and then we have a special guest uh tim's kind of a halloween havoc expert so um <laughs> highway to the impact zone is the show i host on here we're going through 2005 impact we're almost to 2006 we just did uh turning point 2005 um and then starflation is another show that i have here on the wrestling feed uh that's kind of going through dave Meltzer's five star matches and readjusting them for the seven star skill that he has now so uh but that's what i have here on the wrestling feed that uh other people can listen to me on so all right cool uh all right so for me on the wrestling feed uh i have a couple of shows that may or may not come back uh, evolution which is a breakdown a deep dive into the career of a legendary wrestler and as well as uh, wrestling's great debate, um, those are both in the uh, hiatus stage right now. So uh, thinking about that, because my main home is on the place beneath and pop experience where my, you know, I've been a wrestling fan for a long time. I love wrestling. I love talking to wrestling. But for me, uh, movies, pop culture, that's really my uh, my bread and butter for the most part. So I have uh, several podcasts on there. Uh, monthly, I have the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Muppetational podcast. I do it with Miranda Berthold, where we break down episodes of the Muppet Show. We do we're going to be doing live watches of the Muppet movies. Uh, I have the the Pop Goes the Classics Disney Pod, where me, Miranda, and Steve Riddle go through all the classic anime and Disney features. We try to do them monthly as much as we can. And I have other shows like Laughing Theater, which is a live watch, uh, you know, holiday Christmas uh, not holiday, but we're going to be doing some holiday, special holiday episodes coming up soon. Live watch comedy pod. Uh, Blockbuster Rewatch, uh, I've talked to Shiflet about that, see if uh, we want to continue with that. Uh, Year and Pop is going to come back uh, at some point soon. And a brand new pod debuting probably around Thanksgiving will be Cartoons of Our Youth, where myself and a guest will talk about their favorite uh, cartoon growing up and we'll live watch a couple of episodes of that cartoon. So so look for that, all those coming in. And also every weekday is uh, PTBM Pop's Video Jukebox Song of the Day is a quick pod blast of a famous or a famous song or music video 
that myself, Steve Rill, Scott Criscolo, uh, we've had some others like John Kisalika has participated, Calum and Ben have been in there. The group from PTB and XT, which is uh, Tim, Jake, and Jenny, check that out. So we're giving you, you know, old NXT. We're giving you new NXT here on the feed. So lots of uh, lots of NXT here. And uh, so check all those out on the on the Pop Experience. Check out PlaceMation.com each and every day. Articles and all the podcasts from all the feeds are on there. Is you know all of our shows here on the Wrestling Network, all the shows on the Pop Experience, and all the shows on the North South Connection. That great collection of pop culture, sports, and wrestling shows. Check those out every day. And join the Facebook group, Place to Be, on Facebook. Come on, have fun. All right, cool. So we're going to be back here uh, monthly. That, 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 that is our plan. Uh, and we're going to go over the episodes every month, kind of kind of, you know, give some thoughts on the matches. And if there is a, a special, we'll, we'll try to talk about that, too. All right, so for the Mud Pie, Logan Crosland, I'm Andy Atherton. Thank you for joining us on the first episode on Who's next? And we'll see you next month. Take care.